listeners. Uh, this is uh, a bonus podcast, the first of hopefully many. Uh, we're doing something different. This is not your regularly scheduled uh, palin around episode. Instead, uh, I, Caitlin, am joined by my lovely co-host Monty. Hello, I'm here. She is here. Also here is our, uh, you you might know him from our other episode and also just, like, from being around, uh, Andrew. Andrew Cogswell. Yeah, yeah, the boy pound around. <laughs> the boy. And, the and boy. And then our other good boy, who we love very much, the lovely uh, OK Beast Now uh, editor boy, Moises, is here. Woo! <laughs> no. No last no, name. No, yeah. Just Moises. <laughs> He's like Beyonce. Like Cher. I'm Beyonce. I'm the Beyonce of the group. Wow. I've never been shown this much love. Oh, no. no. Does that that make me the Jay-Z? Yeah, probably. (sighs) Yeah. I don't want this anymore. I don't know. This is canceled. Please, let's stop this. No. (laughs) Uh, So we are here, the four of us, to uh, have some fun and... uh, we're, we all been drinking. Just a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to drink some more in just a minute here. You're going to audibly hear me pour some wine. And I'm not going to edit it out. We should all just um, take like a coordinated 10 seconds to just chug whatever we have. And just let it be silent <laughs> on that. But they know we're getting real fucked up. <laughs> so yeah, so we be, we are drinking. And I am going to explain to uh moises and andrew and monty's gonna be here as well because i think she knows the lore that we're discussing more Mm -hmm. uh but we're gonna talk about kingdom hearts and i'm gonna take these boys on a fucking journey through this nonsense garbage game that i love so much i think it's i think it's worth noting for like the, the audience she's well they're sorry they're doing this um via a powerpoint um, that uh-huh. I just clicked on <laughs> and I'm going through a little bit right now and it's um, beautiful. it's really sparse but I feel like there's going to be like 15 minutes worth of extra shit on top of it and I am the powerpoint is really more for me than it yeah, is no, it's a reference just for so you, as I'm going through this I can remember what I'm supposed to be this talking is... about you say that but it's going to be my new story desktop background <laughs> So <laughs> I feel bad. I was gonna spruce it up with like some images because there's a lot of iconic images in this franchise, but I did not you, have. You mean time. like you mean I like the one on image this up Donald until we started Duck. recording? Is it Donald? Yes, Donald Duck. Um, yeah, uh, I, I He's was gonna Duck, say yeah. like the most iconic oh image God. is like him pointing the fucking gun. Uh, <laughs> 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 that was my Twitter icon for literally two months. It was the best I, thing. I saw oh it for like a good while, and it didn't register for me until like a week in. Like it was a gun. Oh, I thought he was just waving a snap as way. usual, you know, just like being useless in the background, but trying to do something. Uh, but no, he's got a fucking weapon. <laughs> yeah, no, he has a gun. Honestly, <laughs> The only image that I feel is missing from this PowerPoint is the one Sora and Riku kiss, because I think that happens at some point, Oh my right? god, have you been to an anime convention? Have you seen the, like, the Jojins they have? Have you seen? Uh, full disclosure for the listeners, too. Like, I've played a lot of Kingdom Hearts. Like, I finished 1, Chain of Memory 2, and 358 by 2. But everything beyond 2, like, 1, Chain of Memories, and 2, like, I have no idea what the fuck is going on. So... 
I'm along for this ride mostly for that part of it. So like I understand one chain of memories and two. But 358, even though I've beaten it, I have so no idea what that about. The thing about that, Andrew, is if you haven't played all of the games, you don't understand shit about any of those games. Well, like I've played all of them, but those are the ones I've beaten. They- Ah, uh, this franchise fucking sucks because they were like, oh, everyone made fun nope. of us for having all these side games. All of them matter. Fuck you. <laughs> Every single one. So Even the stupid fucking mobile game they're forcing meaning into and it sucks. Are you gonna, are you gonna walk us through yeah, COVID I playing that too? <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm gonna try. I don't, I still kind of don't understand coded. Um, so here's my disclaimer for the podcast is, uh, this is gonna be less of a, like a, of a story walkthrough, cause that would take a hundred years. And shout out to my friends Wheels and Joe, who do a Kingdom Hearts recap podcast where they go through every single game and recap the plot for you. And also talk about fan theories and also talk about what the fuck is going on. Um, and they do very good work, and you can find that podcast at Got It Memorized, or at MemorizeCast on Twitter. Uh, so if you want, like, the story story, you should listen to them, because they're smart and good, and better at this, this than I am. This is not that. <laughs> I can get- This is not that. I can tell- <laughs> I can tell Kate- Caitlin's been drinking because they are on the verge of mm-hmm. laughing with every word they say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you can hear I it. I didn't really eat, and now I'm drinking wine. It's going to be a good I yes! I really love this right one now. slide of, about Chain of Memories that literally just has the good guys and bad guys listed. That's it. That's every... <laughs> Why don't you just drop the Donald Duck with a gun picture in the God chat? Bless. It's so fucking funny. Um, yes. no, I put, I put the good guys and the bad guys for every game because it's, uh, we, it's relevant. Um. It's wild. But yeah, so this is gonna be just like a, what do you, what are the bare minimum things you need to know to go into Kingdom Hearts 3 and understand it? Yeah. Uh. My favorite also thing we're drunk is, and like, it's with fun. Kingdom Hearts 3 coming, yes. My favorite thing with Kingdom Hearts 3 coming up is, like, all the people on the internet being like, do I need to play the <laughs> first play two? The first it's like, 15, no, dog. friend, you got, like, you got eight games oh. to play, my well, dude. Like, <laughs> get on as it. As I was writing this PowerPoint and I got to Kingdom Hearts 2, I was like, does this game matter? Out of all of the games, I think Kingdom Hearts 2 maybe matters the least. It's kind of like the like the glue in between everything. Like it holds everything together in the main plot, but ultimately doesn't do anything to push I the mean, plot forward. I mean, there's a couple things that it does, especially the final. We'll get there. We'll get there. I have a PowerPoint. Yeah, we'll <laughs> all right, are you all ready? I'm, al- uh, I'm already like I've never been temple. more ready. I just need you. Kaylin <laughs> <laughs> texted uh, Moises and I asking if we wanted to do this. I've been excited ever since. <laughs> I'm so fucking stoked. This is gonna be such a trash fire. Alright. Are you gonna let us know it what actually slide says we're on it, at any yeah. point? it has their icon in the corner of the slide so that we can know exactly yeah. where they are in the presentation. I'm I'm here Perfect. with you on this presentation. Perfect. The the entire rock. Good. Mm-hmm. Good. And I will I will put the link to this PowerPoint in the description. Of this Good. episode. Please. Maybe I'll spruce it up between now and Just, then. Just, honestly, uh, the only addition you need to make is under Caitlyn's KH, KH lore extravaganza. Just put the image of Donald with the gun. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I can do this right yes. now. Yes! Oh my Please. god. Oh my god. This is already the greatest thing I've ever been. A- I love you guys. <laughs> yep, yeah, this is my new favorite podcast. <laughs> my favorite. 
It's like a D&D one-shot. It's like, this is my favorite. <laughs> it also helps that I'm getting drunk. Yeah. I'm supposed to go out to emo night tonight with Jessica and some friends. And I'm going to be Jesus. wasted by the time we leave. <laughs> Are we even going to finish in that amount of time? All right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think we're going to be here all know. night. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm here for it. There we go. There we go. I love it. Yeah. Goodest boy. His his bullets are knowledge. Oh, God. He fucking sucks. He's more useful than fucking fast. Some Danganronpa shit. No. Um, (laughs) Honestly, though, who would Donald kill in the game? Like, he hated Uh, that much. Uh, Goofy. 100%. (laughs) Goofy. (laughs) Which, fun fact, we'll get to it. Goofy died. Yeah, I've heard (laughs) heard that (laughs) much. Yeah, he does. Goofy He does. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, so let's get into this. This game is not fucking I've played like the first seven hours of like the first Kingdom Hearts in like the last two weeks. I think I'm ready for all this lore, so drop it on me, please. <laughs> Alright, so let's start at slide number one, which is titled, Yo, what the fuck is Kingdom Hearts? The Eternal Hearts? Question! That's slide number two. <laughs> oh, the slide number two. It's the first real slide, because the first slide is the title slide. Uh, which, okay, so, so, Kingdom Hearts is basically, like, if Invasion of the Body Snatchers met Jurassic Park, met Star Wars, but then it was all Disney and Final Fantasy uh-huh, shit. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That all makes perfect uh- <laughs> sense. I am so here with you already. I get it. So, I'm on to the next one. Lord. I get it. 100%. For you, um, and we'll get into why we're gonna analyze some. No, things. yeah, you're gonna have to walk me through that body um, snatchers one because I've never seen that. <laughs> oh, um, I mean, you know you're I've, I've Park. Summer, okay. just, just you wait. There's so much. <laughs> um, I was gonna put it on this slide. I probably should have. I forgot. I was drinking while writing this. We slide edit slide. on the fly, uh, right? We are edit on the fly. Ed- so. The themes that we are working with. Big edit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally typing while we do this. Oh Friendship. Yeah. <laughs> the limits of science. Wait, really? What? Hello? <laughs> yes. 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 And yes, when yes. we've gone too far. What? <laughs> are we in near automata? Hello. The balance. Destiny. The balance of darkness and light. Oh no. Uh, our relationships to power <laughs> and how we want to use that. Oh no. Uh, also, uh, fucking destiny. Yeah, fate. Destiny. You should put destiny tm because you know that's a that's a whole property now, and I'm I'm just all about it. Oh god. No. Leave. So so keep these themes in mind as we go <laughs> through the rest of this nightmare. <laughs> Uh, before I don't know what you're talking about. This games, is a dream come I'm true. A... <laughs> I'm gonna explain. Oh my! God. We'll talk about dreams later. We will. We will talk about dreams later at the end of this presentation. When we're talking about the game, literally <laughs> called Birth by Sleep. The fuck does that mean? No one knows, Moises. No one knows. They even say it in a thing in a secret movie. It still doesn't Who, make who's sense. Who's the director of this um... series again? <laughs> Uh, Tetsuya Nomura. Tetsuya Nomura, you're a fucking coward. Saying it right now. Oh oh my god. First of all, we're gonna get dogs. Thanks a lot. (laughs) 
hey, this isn't my podcast. I don't have to worry about Fuck it. Fuck you, you still work for this Forward site. all hate to Moises at OKBeats.com. <laughs> or at Plot to know no, 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 not on the Twitter, because I'm not on the Twitter. I want to feel the vitriol in my email. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, so let's go to our next slide, which is titled, How People Work. <laughs> that's something that has to be explained in the world of Kingdom Hearts. So, your average person is a body, a heart, and a mind. Ooh, okay. That's a, what a, what a controversial that's statement. So How far. dare you be okay. so brave to say that? <laughs> so then, uh, if in this world, darkness and light are real physical concepts, aside from just like, it's dark or it's light out, they are like moral and like, world-driving concepts, and so, if someone is overtaken by the darkness in their heart, because every heart has both darkness and light inside of it, they lose their heart and become a heartless, which gathers other hearts and is attracted to both darkness and anyone who has a keyblade, which we'll get to. Uh, I just put my hand on my chest to make sure that I have a heart, and I'm not a heartless (laughs) right now. I can confirm that I am a functioning person with a body, heart, and mind. I just—I felt like I should divulge that information at the start of the podcast, you know. Yeah. So but I'm just gonna say. This is an NBC. So I'm just gonna say I have to do one more on the fly edit because I just remembered something. Never that's stop editing. The worst. Oh God, this is already a mess. <laughs> I've, I've like. Already wanted to I can't just <laughs> bang my head against the wall to my right so much. What the fuck you mean they can exist on their own? What the fuck's a person? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get it. <laughs> what? We'll get there. Uh, okay. Okay. So. I'm going full screen with this power point. <laughs> So, if someone who loses their heart has a very strong heart, which, the, as I'm reading this sentence, it doesn't really make sense in the lore, but sure, their body sticks around as a nobody. So, okay, so there's two tiers of strength, apparently, because there are nobodies who are just, like, shitty, mindless little husks that are at the beck and call of, like, super powerful nobodies. And those ones are the ones where, like, they're, like, a person's full-ass body, like, still walking around, but they don't have hearts anymore. Um, and it's I'm weird. Lost. We're talking about coat boys, right? We're talking about oh coat boys, God. right? Oh yep, yeah, we're talking oh about God. coat boys. Fucking Matrix so, long coat. I love it. So oh, edgy. We'll get there. We'll get to them thought, coat okay. boys. Caitlin, question. I thought if, like, if anyone, no matter how strong their heart was, loses their heart, automatically makes a nobody. But just no, people I with think, strong I hearts. Think that, yeah, I think there are people with weaker hearts who become heartless. And then, yeah, if you... I think well, there's, like... Don't at me if I'm wrong. I don't give a <laughs> shit. Um, I think it's, like, you can have, like, a basic, like, a person becomes a heartless... And then, like, people who are kind of stronger can, their bodies can linger, but they're, like, the, like, the minion nobodies. And then, like, okay. people who are, like, strong AF, their nobodies stay people. Now, are, now, if they become okay. nobodies, do they retain the same 
form because as I know it to be true and I don't know shit. So don't take that for anything. <laughs> but Roxas is Sora's nobody, no? We're gonna we'll get, get Why is that not a simple There's... yes or no? <laughs> Sora Cause is... Kingdom Hearts! Sora is... Or Roxas is Sora's nobody, but he looks away because of reasons. Can I just add that the... Oh, fuck. I forgot the word. The minion nobodies. Have you seen the way they walk? And how... Yeah, like they're, they're dancing. So good. That's only the them. dusks, though. There are other kinds of minion nobodies. Yeah. You got the feet ones. There's the feet they're ones. Just little feet. There's the dance water dance ones. There's the... Yeah. The fucking... Uh, they look like the, the, the mean jetpack and Smash Brothers. I thought... Uh, I thought you were gonna say they look like Vegeta. I was like, no, wait, what? I don't know okay, anything about Dragon nobody. Ball. If I ever make a Dragon Ball reference, assume I've been bothered. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know shit about Dragon Ball. So what I always understood was that, like, regardless of who you lost your, heart, you separate into a heartless and a nobody. That's what I always thought. And like the strong heartless became like the boss heartless you fought, and the strong and their yeah. like nobodies became the. Became the organization, See, but I'm also a fucking well, idiot. I don't think so. it's not that you're a fucking idiot. This series sucks, um, and that <laughs> I love it so much, but it is the worst. But I think it's like because there's like a billion thousand heartless, but like, and there's like a billion. There's exactly thirteen nobodies because like only. Only the strongest, strongest, strongest hearts become nobodies because at least what we see in Kingdom Hearts, you only see the 13 nobodies that are in the organization, which we haven't discussed yet. Roxas. Roxas is an organization. I know, but... So the only nobodies you see are the organization nobodies and Nomine. And then, because Shion doesn't count, we'll get into it, but Shion doesn't count. God, Shion. Uh, I played three five eight by two days, and I love Shion, but I that hurt. That game, yeah, hurt. that game hurt a whole lot. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so anyway, I don't know what happens to people's minds when they die. I think they do maybe explain that in the games, but I don't remember, and I couldn't. That's why Kingdom Hearts so three matter. is going to lead into a new trilogy, Kingdom's Minds. Yeah. No. Yes. <laughs> no. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> let it end and so then okay so an, a, a rule to keep in mind so i'm going to tell you two conflicting things and i need you to just remember why does the second that not half surprise it. me at all with this it's king of hearts <laughs> so the series up until dream drop distance would have you believe that a nobody cannot have a heart again unless they are either defeated so if a person's heartless and their nobody are defeated, they become the person again. So like <laughs> if if I was a person in Game Hearts and I became a heartless and a nobody, if you beat the shit out of both of them, I would be me again. So that's Yay. important. But like nobody's by themselves, according to the game up until Dream Drop, the game is like, yo, you're fucked. You'll have a heart. You're a shell. You're not supposed to have feelings. And you're not supposed to cry. Fuck you. Um, Sounds just like my mom. Which then... Yeah, which... Oh, God. <laughs> which then the later... The later fucking games are like, LOL, what? No. Um, so, we'll get there. And then... 
Um, You're just going to so, keep yeah, telling so us if, we're going to get there and then we're never going to get there because nothing makes sense. No, we are going to get there. So then I'm going to tell you now, just just remember, if nobody's experienced enough like life experiences, like they interact with other people and they see other worlds, they can grow a new heart that's their own. So they don't have to go back to the person they came from. But the Got game it. lies to you about that for like seven fucking games. <sighs> and then... And then, two, (laughs) apparently, they do not explain this very well, but apparently a heart, when removed from the body, can just, like, exist on its own? Like, like, like as a heart moving through the world, or like... Yes, it moves through the world. The heart in question that I'm specifically referencing, it wears a cloak... And it moves around, and it sets shit in motion. Wait, what the fuck? Hello? Yeah. So just, I need you to keep that in mind as we move <laughs> is forward. This kingdom Heart, or, or what? Also, should we explain what no. the Kingdom Heart is? Or do we know what the Kingdom Heart is? I'm not sure. So there's... So, okay. Fine. <laughs> so let's get into Unchained. Because that's where we talk about what Kingdom Hearts actually is. And I have to edit this on the fly again, because I didn't know yes. that. Unchained is the mobile yes. game, right? I thought that was so. Awesome. Unchained is all fucked up because um, there was a browser game in Japan, uh-huh. and then they ported it to mobile, uh-huh. and they tried to include the plot of the browser game while also adding more. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds like it's a good idea. So it's a nightmare. I hate Unchained. I'm mad that they tried to make it relevant, but the basic pitch of Unchained is. There's a story that they tell repeatedly in the Kingdom Hearts franchise, which is that, like, once long, long ago, the world was all entirely made of light, but then people started coveting the light too much, and, like, people had keyblades to protect it, but instead of using the keyblades to protect it, they used it to fight each other over it. And because of that, there was a keyblade war, which is the original keyblade war, that threw Kingdom Hearts into darkness and destroyed all of the worlds with darkness. And the only reason that light came back was because it lived on in the hearts of children. And then they were able to... Look at that side's fucking love. Oh my god. Oh no. (laughs) What are you up to? I'm really drunk already. I drank an entire bottle. (laughs) Love it. I love it. So, because of these children, light was brought back. And then instead of being like... Originally, there was a world, capital W, that was, like, all of the worlds on, like, a globe-type situation, presumably. But after the whole darkness thing, all of the worlds were, like, cast off to be separate worlds. And you could only get to them by, like, either darkness portals or the fucking gummy ship, which Wait, is Wait, so all those worlds are one world? <laughs> they used to they be. Were, I was, like was going to say, is it, is it Disney World? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> no, it's Pandora. It's Pangea. Of it's an it allegory is. for yeah. Pangea. Except, except it's wild because like there's so many worlds. But anyway, <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> um, so what you need to know about Unchained is that there's a master of masters who was like the pinnacle yeah. fucking Keyblade. Well, man. We call him Daddy here. And he- oh no! <laughs> and he, Master Daddy. And he had so he had six apprentices. Yeah. 
and this thing called, I think it's called the all-seeing eye, I don't remember, but it's an eyeball that he, like, Odin plugged out of his head and put into a keyblade that then could, like, see the future, and he wrote down everything that he could see in a book called the Book of Prophecy, which is stupid as shit, but it fucking matters. Um, and so, one of his apprentices, he gave the fucking sword with the eyeball in it, and a box that was, like, locked with one page from the book. And the page from the book is like, yo, there's a fucking traitor, dog. Um, and then all of the other the other five apprentices got the book, but with that one page torn out. And so each of them were given, like, a job to do. And basically everybody fucks up. And so then it leads to the Keyblade <laughs> War, which is what they're supposed to be avoiding, but they fucking goof. Um... And that's how Goofy uh-huh. was born. Go away. Oh my god. So, so the, the lore is, and this is important too, so there's the original Kingdom Hearts, which according to Unchained, got swallowed into darkness and you will never see the original Kingdom Hearts ever again. There's also the Keyblade, which is spelled Kai and it's that weird fucked up X. And that was like the counterpart to Kingdom Hearts. Um... And you can only apparently make it by, like, it it existed, and then it shattered, and then if you want to, we'll get into how you make it again. But, yeah, so that's Unchained. It's fucking stupid. It's called The Gazing uh, Eye, yeah. by the way. Oh, The I Gazing Eye. Forgive I, no, me. I just looked it up. I have no idea what the fuck any of this is. I'm tr- I'm trying to make sense of it all. It's all stupid and terrible. The main thing that you need to remember is the Book of Prophecy. Okay. Yeah, I played Unchained for like a bit. Like my friend had like a team going on, and yeah. it was it was fun for like the month that I was playing. But then it got too grindy, and just it was the same thing over. It kind of felt mindless. Welcome to and I played it yeah. for like a month straight when I was in a deep depression and barely left my bed. I love you. It's terrible. Um, Okay, so that's Unchained. It's like the prequel to everything. But also it's confusing because there are things that only appear in Dream Drop Distance. So there's questions of like, is it a dream? Is it the dream of a sleeping world? It's very confusing. What? So we're gonna... That last part made no sense. Don't even try to... Don't even try to tell me that makes sense. It will make sense at the end. (laughs) Well, all right, we're moving on. We're moves. moving on. This is not enough. <laughs> I hate Unchained. I don't understand it. We're moving on. It'll make sense at the end, kind of. Um, all right. We're on the birth by sleep slide. Of course we are. Okay, so the we main We got my just... favorite trio. We got my favorite trio. I know. Birth by Sleep is the best Game Hearts game. If you don't agree, fuck you. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I mean it. I just, I disagree. Well, you're, you, you're, you're a white man. You. You're always wrong. Okay, <laughs> it's fine. So, okay, so the characters that you need Fair. to know are Terra, Ventus, and Aqua. And if you want to experience the story in a way that makes sense, you should play them as Terra, Ventus, and Aqua because each has their own story. And apparently, Terra's just terrible at. Everything. Dara's a fucking idiot. I, I have no idea yeah, what he's anything is in like Birth by Sleep, but in the last month, a lot of people have been playing it, and I just keep hearing about like how fucking terrible Tara is at doing literally anything. 
Terra is a yeah. fucking idiot. So this game is going to remember our themes. So the themes that you need to keep in mind for this game are fucking body snatching. Okay. I'm gonna explain to you Invasion of the Body uh-huh. Snatchers. Oh wait, also, is this where people start getting norded? Yes. Yes. <laughs> also, <laughs> this is a fucking game where we talk about well, that we it, it's a theme throughout the games, but the the originator of our relationships to power and how friendship. do we? I mean, all oh. of the games deal with friendship, but <laughs> this I know. is a game about friendship. But <laughs> no, this is like the Terra is the originator of like what does power mean and how are we using it and how are you fucking stupid? So there's that. Mm-hmm. So the so the bad guy who you find out like immediately is the bad guy like the opening. Yeah, he's yeah, mashing his terrible. shit. <laughs> his name is Master Xehanort. He's this fucking creepy goth old dude. And he rolls into your, like, the Mark of Mastery exam for Terra and Aqua, and he fucks with it so that Terra's, like, darkness powers, because I want to be strong no matter what. And then their teacher, Master Ericus, is like, yo, dog, you can't, like, do that. Um, and then. So Aqua passes the test and Terra fails and that makes him big mad. And so then he's got like this big old chip on his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, all right, I'm going to go out into the world and prove that I'm not a piece of shit, which is the exact opposite of what he ends up doing. It's my boy. Um, the most relatable character humble. right there. Yep. So the, the most notable <laughs> things about Terra's story is that in the in the Sleeping Beauty world, he accidentally steals Princess Aurora's heart, which is important because. Oops! Just gonna just gonna snap just up. Whoops! Oh, that's it's in my hand. Into my pocket. Well, so so the thing that's <laughs> fucked up is technically speaking, he doesn't actually do it. Maleficent, like they don't explain it well, but they allude to the fact that like it wasn't actually Terra; it was like Maleficent using his Keyblade, kind of, but. Basically, through this whole process, Xehanort teaches Maleficent that something that's very important is the Seven Princesses of Heart, which we'll get into in the first game. But Hell yeah. it's like the Seven Princesses of Heart are seven princesses, obviously, whose lights, Heart. <laughs> like whose hearts are a pure light. They don't have any darkness in them. And so if you have all seven of those lights, you can attain Kingdom Hearts, supposedly. And so Maleficent is like, yo, dog, if I do this, I can rule everything. Because, like, they keep making Maleficent relevant, even though it doesn't really make sense. And mm-hmm. so you find out that Xehanort is the one who teaches her that. And he teaches her, like, that there are other worlds in general. So, like, he's responsible for all the bullshit ever. And that's the main takeaway you need. But the other thing that's relevant about Terra's story is, like, every single chance he gets, he fucks it up. And so he keeps giving in to the darkness inside of him and Master Xehanort keeps manipulating him and eventually it gets to the point where he has so much darkness inside of him that he can get fucking body snatched. And that's what happens. They go to the final battle and they fight and Xehanort takes him over and because he's like old as shit and he's like, I want a new body. And Terra's like ripped and shit. He'll be perfect. Um, so then he steals his body and Terra tries to fight him and kind of low-key fails. And then you find out way later that Terra is, like, still kind of in there, but, like, he's not doing super great. Don't you fight Terra in, um... Isn't he, like, a, f- a hidden boss in 
two final mix or something. I okay. think his armor yes. is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. His arm. His. Yeah, uh, his I think it's called the master. But it, yeah, it's his I, armor. In the I remember watching thing. a stream of Alex O'Neill fighting this thing for like two hours. So it's just that that <laughs> little fact is just like into my head. It is hard. Yeah. yeah, so that's the fun thing about Birth by Sleep was it introduced Keyblade armor, which becomes important because the armor can apparently operate without the person. Just oh like hearts, am I right? <laughs> yeah. People fighting over Keyblades, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> okay, so the next character is Ventus. It's all an analogy for something. Who you find out at the beginning. So remember the Keyblade with the X? The Kyblade? The what? Hello? What? The keyblade, the the keyblade, the kyblade. She yeah, she mentioned this the, earlier. It's the one, it's the one that's the partner to Kingdom Hearts, but it got destroyed. Man, I must be so, drunk already. Mm. You you are, but I got you, so, Caitlin. So the original keyblade—that's how they denote it on. Why are you going? <laughs> that's how I'm going to do. Because it's Kai, but no one says kyblade. They all say key, but they all say keyblade. <laughs> Yeah, it's real bad. <laughs> so that that got destroyed and it fractured. Oh, what the fuck is this? Oh, okay. yeah. This sword is a big fucking boy. Jesus. <laughs> okay. I can get behind that. It's the X yeah, one, it's right? The, it's the two. <laughs> How do you even hold this? <laughs> my favorite keyblade. Are you looking at the keyblade? How do you hold this? Key. Oh my god. It looks so bad. I love it. But so anyway, so the only way to make a key like the I hate the this. I hate this yeah, so much. Is to pit a heart of pure darkness against a heart of pure light, and when they clash it forges the blade. So Riku and Sora. No. Because they're not in this game. Just wait, dude. No, I know. <laughs> well, they are. <laughs> they they are, are in this game. Like, if you but... wanted to remake it. Yeah, they no. are. Would you not? So, no. So the way that Xehanort tries to do it is Xehanort takes Ventus, who looks just like Roxas. Yes. They're, I... they're two different characters, but they look the same. Which I'm going to explain in a minute. So. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta fucking... make, like, a cross-up. She's like, alright, I gotta take a shot every time. It's like, oh, we're gonna talk this about later. Every, oh. You know what? You know what? On the fly drink. Every time Caitlin says they're gonna uh, explain something later, we all take a drink. So I'm Fair. gonna take oh, one for die. that. Die. Um. So. Yep. Here we go. Xehanort takes Ventus, his young Keyblade apprentice. Uh huh. And he like he fucking like stabs him. Yeah. And takes the like forces the darkness out of his heart into mm. another person. Fuck me up, and Daddy. that darkness forms into a person named Venetus, who looks like Goth Sora. Yep. <laughs> so is Sora Venetus's nobody or what? No, so no, just, I have a theory. We'll get to it. It's not very well explained. They really don't explain it ever, but I have a theory. But anyway, mm-hmm. so. Ventus and Venetus are now split in half, and so Xehanort tries to have them fight to make the Keyblade. Stop <laughs> making that sound, please. No, oh that's God. it. Let's call it the Keyblade, please. 
But he fucked it up, and so <laughs> Ventus is too weak to fight, and he goes, like, catatonic, so the Master Xehanort's like, ah, oh, fuck, I ruined it. So he basically, like, gives up on Ventus and takes him to Destiny Islands and is, like, gonna leave him for dead on a tree. But then Ventus is like, I still have my normal Keyblade, and he, like, shoots it up into the sky. As one and does. Then, as one does. I don't even <laughs> remember what that does. I think maybe nothing. But, um... <laughs> Like, like any one out, plot detail in the, in this fucking lore. <laughs> so you find out the only reason that Ventus gets saved is because like his heart is like fractured because he got like the darkness forcibly removed from it. Gecko. And so then, <laughs> and so then, fucking. So you find out later that it's Sora's heart. At the time, it's just like a voice is basically like, "Hey, man, your heart's all fucked up. Do you want some like a nice place to chill out until you're better?" And Ben is like, "What is sure? It? What have you done so the Discord?" <laughs> That's Vanitas. Oh no! <laughs> He's also notably he looks like Goth Sora and is also wearing like the same weird, gross muscle armor that evil Riku wears in the first game. Oh, yeah. No. Um, Complete with a weird grass skirt. Real quick. Real quick, Caitlin. Yes. Real quick, Caitlin. Speaking of Riku, I'm going to jump in really quick. So, Terra actually sets Riku down a path, and this has to yes. do with Destiny 2. Um, so, at one point in his story, Terra... I don't know if you were going to get to this. Stop me if you were. But at one point, Terra gets to mm-hmm. Destiny Island somehow... And he runs into baby Riku. Not baby child. baby, but like five-year-old Riku. Yeah, child Riku. And Riku's like, hey, man, what's up? And um, Riku, Riku or Terra or for Mickey, some reason like, like, does No, like- Riku, it's actually, the scene is so funny because Riku is such a serious child. <laughs> yeah, he is. Um, but Terra does like this weird ceremony for some it's reason. that like the bequeathing. Bestows- thank oh, you. The bequeathing, thank you. A totally normal word. Um, and bequeaths essentially a keyblade to Riku, so if Terra, I guess, dies, it goes to Riku, and that's how Riku yeah, ends up Yeah, well, it's important because player. it keeps continuing this trend of, like, people who, again, it's the power thing, where, like, Xehanort picks Terra because Terra is constantly seeking the strength, the quote-unquote strength to defend others, and because of that, because he's so obsessed with strength, it's easier for him to fall into darkness because instead of the, like, for others part he gets caught up in the strength and then the same thing happens to mm-hmm. riku in one yeah um and so yep. so that's a thing that's one of like the obscure pieces of lore i know from my sleep so i wanted to bring and like i was contributing <laughs> yes so <laughs> um and then oh yeah so then like loki lives in sora's heart for a while which is important because it happens again. Because <laughs> at the end of his story in, in Birth by Sleep, Sora's oh. got so many fucking hearts in him, dog. It's disgusting. Oh. Yeah. He's he's like a heart, he's a heart <laughs> he's hotel. A heart he's a heart USB drive. People go in. It's rep free. Oh my gosh. Which goes into yeah, recoded. Dude, <laughs> so at the end of his I'm arc, I'm just gonna say, don't leave your sleep. heart USB lying around in a bar. That's all. All right, continue. Can you go? <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> oh my fucking god. So okay, so at the end of his arc, a fruit by sleep, Ventus and Venitas end up fighting, and they make the Keyblade. <laughs> <laughs> 
That feels like a stab in my heart, Caitlin. I swear I'm to sorry. God. That's how they say it in the game. I am so debating like whether or not I want to share space with you for Boston anymore. I swear to God, that's how they say it in the game. That's not even me making shit up. And then, so they make this. They make the fucking big sortie. And is that better? Is we that better? Yeah, please. Yes. <laughs> no, they, they make, make the, the big boy. The big How about that? Sony, and um, then it kind of phases in to Aqua Story because they make the big sortie, and Venetus is the one who gets to stay a person instead of Ven. We are officially on wine number three. Bless. Bless. We are out here. We did it, fam. Or we're doing it, fam. I was gonna maybe hold on to this case for a bit more, but, uh... Nope. Uh, so anyway, so they become... They become the blade, and Vanitas gets to save They become the blade. They become they the blade. That the is blade literally... so much, they became it. <laughs> God. And so then, uh... So then we hippity-hop over to to fucking aqua because she's important for the end of this she's, and she's the Aqua's worst the best i'll fucking fight you i hate magic users I mean, so i have not oh, she's the only story i haven't magic finished. is the only good magic in kingdom hearts though um did you just call me a like racist voice i might have <laughs> <laughs> all right anyway t- aqua i don't see you defending no. yourself so like <laughs> <laughs> so anyway uh, Aqua is the only woman in the Kingdom Hearts series who gets to do anything ever. Yep. Fact. <laughs> so sad. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Aqua's literally the only one. It looks like Kyrie's gonna be doing stuff in Kingdom Hearts three, but like, damn, it took him a while. Yeah, seventeen thousand games. <laughs> oh um, but so Aqua passes that exam, and then um, I'm just gonna say it now. You don't find it out till like a secret movie from some shit. I don't even remember which one. But she gets to find out a secret about the place that they're in, which is called the Land of Departure, which basically their master's like, yo, if I ever fucking die for whatever reason, uh, lock this place away so no one can find it because it's neutral ground between darkness and light. And that'll be important. I didn't know that. In two games. Hmm. Um, Monty, I want you to know, I'm trying to zoom in on this text bubble right here oh in the middle God. panel. I really, I'm just like up against my is fucking, fucking laptop. Is this Sephiroth? It is Sephiroth. <laughs> Monty just oh, dropped a comic another, of Mickey yelling at Sephiroth in the trash. Oh my God. I'm trying to find bad fan art. Oh my oh God. Mickey and Sephiroth so are tired of weak. What? Oh, my favorite is like the first one. Please Something tell me you'll just make up, and he's literally just like, like golly. Again, got it memorized. They do real good Mickey Mouse voice. I knew it was Okay, so anyway, so so fucking Terra. So Aqua finds out the secret about the land of departure, and then Terra's like, "Fuck you guys! I'm gonna go leave." And Aqua's like, "Oh shit." And their master basically tells her, like, hey, this dude is going to fall into darkness. Go watch him and stop him from doing that. And, and Aqua's like, man, all right. So she goes and does that. So the woman <laughs> has Terra- to be the babysitter. Fuck pretty much. Typical. Well, especially, 
God, it sucks, because, like, Tara finds out that she's been, like, quote-unquote spying on him, which isn't even really true, because their stories take her in, like, very different directions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she's she she finds out, like, what he did to Aurora, and she's like, dude, what the fuck? Um, oh and then since he doesn't have a good excuse, he's just like, you're spying on me, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ben, who loves Tara way too much, is like, hey, Aqua, you're being an asshole. She's like, fucking what? Yeah. Um... So then she's like, nah, Tara won't fall into darkness. He won't, he won't, he won't. And then he does, and she's like, I am living for these, like, character (laughs) dynamics right now. It's so much. (laughs) And then, so, then after, like, when he becomes the, the, the blade, the blade. Thank you. Um. The big sword. The big, the, the big old swordy. Big boy. Uh. Tara, or not Tara, sorry, Aqua. Wine. Uh, Aqua fights Vanitas while he has the big ol' sortie, and that gives Ven enough of an opportunity to, like, fight Vanitas on the inside, so, like, from within his... I mean, kind of, but it's more like, like, they are sharing a heart, and Ven is like, yo, fuck you, inside of his own heart. (laughs) That's self-hate if I've ever heard it. (laughs) It's a lot. And so Aqua ends up, like, distracting Vanitas enough that Ven can win. So Ven becomes a person again, and the the big ol' sortie shatters again. And it only exists for, like, ten minutes, maybe. Can we we put down uh, self-love as one of the themes of Birth by Sleep? Because it sounds like all these characters need it. (laughs) Uh, That's a theme of the series, actually. The only person who likes himself is Sora. The only person who likes himself is who? Sora. Yeah, sure. Because he's got like 18 people in him. He's got to find redeeming. God. <laughs> yep. So after that, uh, Ventus is catatonic. Of course. That's also a theme of this game, is being catatonic. Being catatonic. <laughs> <laughs> what a goal, you know? Like, what a mood, actually. <laughs> like, oh, God. I forgot about how weird this series is. Like, I, I watched a catatonic. It's- much. I, it's too much. I watched I'm th- living for this. This is fantastic. Moises, li- soon be- before, if you ever play Kingdom Hearts 3, or just sometime soon. I've never played this game Fair. anymore. Fair enough. But you need to watch like the 30 minute video of like Kingdom Hearts Story Explained. They run through all of this in 30 minutes. And it's even more baffling because they try to go really in depth with it in 30 minutes. Only a Vati video does it. It's exhausting. <laughs> God. Okay. I love it. So Ven is catatonic, and so Aqua fucking uses the secret that Ericus, her master, told her, and she takes his keyblade. Oh yeah, because I forgot to say this, Tara kills him. Yeah. Tara kills that man. Yeah, who's voiced by Mark Hamill. Yeah. Tara kills him because he's trying, he's like, yo, if Xehanort gets his hands on Ben, he's gonna do all this bad shit, so I'm gonna kill Ben. And Tara's like, what? No. So Tara kills him. And so then Aqua takes his keyblade and unlocks the secret, which turns it into a quote-unquote place where people will always be lost and will wander into oblivion, which is a hint. Sounds like Connecticut. Oh, wait! What? Caitlin, you just blew my mind! Hello. I'm still here on the Connecticut thing. I don't know where you're at, but that was good. <laughs> oh, I'm actually paying attention to Caitlin. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> Continue. So, 
So there's a chamber, which it doesn't make sense because they're like the inverse, because there's a chamber of sleep and a chamber of waking. And Aqua puts Ven in the chamber of waking, even though he's asleep. And she locks him in there forever mm-hmm. until he wakes up. And she's like, I'm going to wake you up, Ven. Don't worry. But then... Dungeon, <laughs> fucking... dungeon me, mommy. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm leaving. Oh, my fucking God. It's nighttime, Monty. You're not allowed to leave. Uh, <laughs> they're right we're all god-fearing yeah, I... christians in the daylight here <laughs> <laughs> once the sun sets it's free game i belong God's to satan on this podcast you know <laughs> or kingdom hearts in general <laughs> is kingdom hearts the original sin <laughs> probably <laughs> probably i'm tweeting that <laughs> um oh yeah so then uh tara has been norded as the kids call it oh yeah nor me daddy (laughs) so then aqua tries to chase him down and she kind of fucks it up without realizing it because norded tara is like fully possessed but there he has been thrown into the darkness and so Tara goes after him and realizes, oh shit, like, I can't bring all, like, both of us back. So she uses her Keyblade armor to send, to, like, boomerang Tara out of the darkness. And she gets trapped there, not realizing that she has set fucking Xehanort onto the world. <laughs> because she loves her stupid idiot friend way too oh, much. Oh god. Oh, Aqua. Yeah, I love her, but damn. You deserved better. Yeah, it's a very, like, it's a, she is, she's the only woman who is able to do anything, and she still ends up being a a stereotype woman. Mm -hmm. It's very sad. So, yeah, so then Xehanort is free to move about the cabin. I like how I typed (laughs) in, I typed in Land of Departures on Google, and I got the Kingdom Hearts wiki, and then I got, like, Lands End Airport, Martha's Vineyard Airport, Albany International <laughs> Airport. Apparently, apparently, the land of departure is uh, everywhere the just everywhere airports. Sunlight touches, yeah. Where, wherever airports <laughs> are, live, wherever airplanes that's live, that's where you depart. Yeah, that's that's oh. the analogy. He, and so then... Tatsuya Nomura was in an airport and thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> so then, the only other important thing to know is that after Zan or after Ven stops being part of the big sortie. His heart is all fucked up again. So he goes back. His heart falls asleep and goes back to Sora, who is a quote-unquote new young heart. Of course, yeah. Mm. And so Spry young heart. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> and so he stays, he stays hidden in there for the time being. Um, And yeah, so then Kingdom Hearts... We're, at, we're on to Kingdom Hearts 1, y'all. Yeah, we did it! <laughs> Three games in. We made it to the very terrible, no good, very bad game. <laughs> it sucks, actually. So, yeah. My mom got me this game at a yard sale for 50 cents when I was, like, <laughs> 10. Nice. Hell uh, yeah. So, Game Hearts 1. The good guys. The good guys of the game are Sora, Goofy, Donald Duck, and Mickey Mouse. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that last and one. The bad Those are the only are... good people in that game. <laughs> I mean, there's, like, the Disney World characters, but I don't give a shit, because, like, the Disney Worlds do not matter. Yeah. Um, I'm very so sad about the bad that. Guys, 
The only reason that the Disney worlds are even in there is to make Maleficent fucking relevant, because she stays relevant, even though it doesn't make any fucking sense. Yo. Um, so the main bad guy, the big bad guy, is Ansem, Seeker mm-hmm. of Darkness. Mm-hmm. Who, He's alright. Yep. <laughs> and then, uh, kinda sorta Riku, and then also Maleficent. Yeah, because Pete's not in this game, is he? No, okay. he's not in Oh my god, I forgot I Pete was in the games! We're gonna get there! <laughs> We're gonna get there! Drink. Oh, Alright, we good. That's my mm. last mm. beer. I'm not gonna have any more. I'm gonna wake up with my bones. There's like dust. There's gonna be dust. <laughs> I'm gonna feel so fucking dry. That's how I'm trying to be. Okay. Oh. Okay. Kingdom Hearts so, 1, let's go. What you need to know about Kingdom Hearts 1 is that all the maps live are on impossible the to navigate. <laughs> they live this game fucking sucks. So they live Sora Riku and Kyrie Kyrie live on the island known as Destiny Islands and it's multiple islands but you only see one in the first game. Um you and- you like sort of technically see multiple because and I only know this stupid fun fact because I just played this game. Um, but, uh, the scene where, um, the Heartless are like storming the island or whatever, um, mm-hmm. like when Sora's in his room and he leaves, I'm pretty sure like the camera pans to show that like he is on a different island, but you can see mm-hmm. the main island that you're on in the distance. Oh, yeah. Well, and the weird thing is the one that everybody lives on is technically the main island, but you never really see more than, like, one scene of it. Yep. Because, mm-hmm. like, the main one they focus on is, like, the island that no one lives on, but people just, like, go to hang out they, on. They send their kids also, to play. Yeah, also, I asked I asked Andrew this at the time when I was playing it, but, like, we never hear about Sora's mom ever again, do we? No, no, <laughs> you just hear her call Sora for dinner and that's it. I wonder what she made for dinner. <laughs> Sora's mom and Kyrie's grandparents are the grandma is the only parents you ever see in the game. Yep. Ever. Riku has no parents, apparently. <laughs> he just lives on the island. So anyway, so according to Riku, the island is too small and he's heard about other worlds, so he wants to go see them. So Riku and Sora and Kyrie are building a raft to go do that. I remember and doing then, that. What? Such a pain in the ass, but I remember oh, it. it's Garbage. What a terrible idea, but, too. Like, we're just gonna go. <laughs> I mean, they're children. It's whatever. I knew not to do that. That's no. But so then, so what happens is there's a place on the island called the Secret Place where Kyrie and Sora have gone to, like, make babies, hang out, and draw cute pictures together and stuff. And, um, but there's a door in there, and this weird, random, cloaked figure. It's a heart. <laughs> oh it's yeah, a heart I remember in a that trench scene. coat. I remember that scene. Like the guy just like lifts up his like arms and just like wind starts fucking sucking in. It's just oh, yeah, it's so fucking weird. So this man shows up and he says, "This world has been connected," and he opens the door, and then you find out that Riku is like walking into the darkness, and he's like, no, like, this world is just too small, like, we need to go open all the worlds, Sora. And he tries to, like, reach out to Sora, and Sora tries to go to him, but he gets, like, swept away by the darkness. And Sora's by himself, and then, like, in the weird secret place, like, Kyrie like, phases through Sora, and disappears, which is important for reasons. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) 
And so then Sora ends up waking up in a weird in-between worlds town called Traverse Town by himself. And his whole goal throughout all of the first game is to try to find Kairi and Riku. And Riku keeps being an asshole to Sora throughout the entire game. And Sora's just like, well, this is probably fine. This is like a Naruto and like Sasuke situation. Oh, no, yeah, it is, absolutely It is. totally is. And it's so Complete with the sexual tension, too. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> well, it's so sad because, like, Sora just continues to be like, no, Riku and I are friends. This is fine. Even though Riku is, like, literally wearing the same kind of, like, gross, like, muscly, sinew armor with, like, a weird grass skirt and just, like, clearly is an asshole. And he is also looking for Kairi and eventually finds her. But she's just, like, catatonic. Hey! It's <laughs> a theme. That's a recurring oh. theme! Yeah, and so then, like, it gets to the point where they go to this place called Hollow Bastion, which is important because it used to be a different place, uh, but now it's all fucked up in darkness, and that's where Maleficent has, like, set up camp, and she's like, ha ha ha, I'm ruling the world, so whatever. Um, Love your evil laugh. <laughs> yeah, you know, I got it. I can be villain. I'm pouring my wine. Um, and so then... When Sora gets to Hollow Bastion, Riku is basically just like, hey, fuck you. Like, the Keyblade only went to you because I wasn't available at the time, but now I am. So, like, I'm the real person that the Keyblade was supposed to go to, which, like what Andrew was saying earlier, is true, because Terra was the one who gave bequeathed the Keyblade. He bequeathed him there the you Keyblade. Go. Thank you. Thank and you so there was a, there's a two, I forgot to mention it in the Birth by Sleep. But there's a moment where Aqua meets child Riku and Sora, and she's going to give the Keyblade to Sora. But then she realizes, like, oh, Terra already gave the Keyblade to Riku, so I'm not going to do it because when there's multiple Keyblade Masters, it causes fights. And it's like, uh-huh. Too much it's power. The fact that it's silly, because it's like, the problem wasn't that there were too many of you trading. The problem was that only one of you got the fucking Keyblade. But anyway... So it goes to it goes to Sora instead once Riku goes all evil. And then in Hall of Ashen, Riku's like, nah, bitch, it's mine. Mm. And takes it. Mm. So then Sora has to go through pretty much all of Hall of Ashen without a Keyblade. Oh, really? And it then, sucks. I have, I have that to look forward to? It sucks. Because cool. you meet... It's cool, though, because like, it's cool thematically, but it sucks mechanically. Because like, you meet the beast from Beauty and like the Beast. Like any thematic implementation into gameplay in any game ever. Except for Vampire, because Vampire fucking rules. Oh, anyway. right, alright. <laughs> but yeah, so, like, you get through this whole, like, terrible level where, like, the beast has to do all your fighting for you. And Riku's like, hey, fuck you. Of course. Um, and they have a big confrontation. And Sora says, for the first time, but not the last time, my friends are my power! And then because of that... Friendship theme. The Keyblade's like... Yeah, that's the friendship theme, but... Uh, the Keyblade goes back to Sora, and then he beats the shit out of Riku with it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Because <laughs> what exemplifies friendship more than beating the shit out of your best friend with a key? Slash lover. <laughs> and so then, uh, fucking, you murder Maleficent, but she never really dies. Um, she goes catatonic. And then... Yeah, pretty much. And then, Does anybody really die in this? It sounds like if you kill somebody, they no thing. No one ever dies. Goofy, Moises. goofy. No one. No, goofy. even then, he comes back. He doesn't really die. I know. 
<laughs> so then I can't wait to get to after like dying. so you fight the 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 main takeaway from Kingdom Hearts One is Sora eventually fights the thing that is possessing Riku, which is quote unquote Ansem, the seeker of darkness. And once that's done, Riku's like, ah, oh, fuck, man. And so they realize that like darkness is leaking into the world through a door that like is the boundary between darkness and light is that the door in the cave it's the door to darkness yep okay yep and so riku's like hey man i'm still like entrenched in this darkness and i need to figure my shit out so let me close it from the dark side and you can close it from the light side i want to imagine that you're quoting riku directly as he says i'm entrenched (laughs) in darkness sora save me (laughs) And then Goofy's just like, Gorsh, well, I guess we should. (laughs) Yeah, so fucking... um, So Riku closes the door from the dark side with the help of King Mickey, which is a thing. Mickey Mouse is a fucking king, y'all. Oh, shit, he is. He shows up the very fucking end of the... God damn it, I hate Mickey. (laughs) I hate Kingdom Hearts so much. He's also just like a negligent king, because he also just like... Leaves the kingdom and only leaves a note. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Minnie Mouse just like rules for a long time and then she's like, hey, so things are bad. Um Girl power. Anyway, man, we'll get to that right? in Kingdom Hearts 2. But <laughs> so they close Do the I drink door for that? and then Yeah, probably yeah, okay. Kingdom Hearts actually a feminist icon. No. It's not. No. It's never that. Nope. There is only <laughs> one good female character and she no, doesn't no. show. No, Monty means the Kingdom Hearts, not the franchise. The Kingdom Hearts <laughs> in the sky. The heart entity, or like the glowing entity in the sky is a yeah, feminist no, icon. That, that's a feminist icon. <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, I'll buy it. So then, as of leaving Kingdom Hearts 1, Sora's like, oh, fuck, man. Because he does find Kairi again, but and returns her heart to her, which was living inside of him. Oh, is and that then, why the phase is important? Yup. Yeah. Well, yeah. Of oh. Because when she phases through him, her heart stays in his heart. And then, at the end of Kingdom Hearts 1, Sora, to free her, because it turns out Kyrie is a princess of heart, and they need her, so he stabs himself in the heart <sighs> with a keyblade of heart, because fun fact, there are three types of keyblades. I will now tell you the three types <laughs> of keyblades. <laughs> There is a keyblade of darkness. Of course. Which are dark keyblades that are in the dark realm. There are keyblades of light, which are keyblades that exist in the light realm. And there are keyblades of heart, which you can stab yourself with and they will unlock your heart. And so, I'm fucking keys. What I want to fucking know is why he chose keys exactly. Like, this would have been so much more cool if it were just swords. It's kind of, it's a metaphor, Monty, for unlocking shit. Um, True. also, it's important to note, Caitlin, that at one point, heartless, or Sora does become a heartless. Yes, I'm getting Okay, I'm just making sure, because, just making sure. So Sora gets the Keyblade of Heart, I don't remember how, because Kingdom Hearts 1 is stupid, but he stabs himself through it to free Kyrie's heart, and because of that, by unlocking his heart, he becomes a heartless. So then you play the end of that game as a little shadow walking around, which it's weird that Sora's heart Wait, is only strong really? enough to be a little yep. dirt-ass shadow. Yep. Oh. And so then because of that, it's like because remember our rules. I mean, remember our rules. If a person is turned into a nobody, or if a person is turned into a heartless, they got a fucking nobody. 
And if they have a strong heart, they have a strong nobody. That's part of Organization 13, which at this point mm-hmm. we still haven't been introduced to, but... He's getting it! He's getting there. it! Oh, he's getting it! I get it! <laughs> read it! We did it! <laughs> so then, the little Sora... You spend, like, a whole time, like, just as a little Sora, like, heartless, running around, and then you get back to Kyrie, and she gives you a hug, and then you're a person again, for some reason. I, um, well, I think it's, like, she protects you from the other heartless and like the power of friendship bullshit oh yeah because i forgot there's like the whole thing where like they all jump on her and yeah stuff. it's weird Wait, at any rate Hello? Sora, <laughs> so so there's a whole scene where like as as the wait, heartless wait, 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 we're not just gonna skip over Kyrie getting jumped at the end of this game <laughs> no 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 i'm explaining it okay so as okay. as the sora heartless you run around and you can't fight but there are all these other heartless who are like weirdly hostile to you even though you're a heartless so you keep running and running and running and then you get back into the castle in Hollow Bastion, and Kyrie's like, oh shit, that's Sora. And Goofy and Donald are like, how do you know? And she's like, I just know, fuck you. So she <laughs> hugs Sora. But then all the Heartless who have been chasing you continue chasing you, and they try to jump you and Kyrie. But then, like, I don't know, like, the light and love of your relationship, I guess, just, like, banishes them. Oh, must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Monty, we need to find you true love because that was sad. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, fucking Sora and Kyrie saucing it up in this fucking very intense moment. OTP. Love in a hopeless place, okay? God damn it. (laughs) Rihanna is a fucking Kingdom Hearts fan, alright? That's it. That's final debate me. Cowards. I wouldn't even be surprised. I wouldn't either at this honestly. point. <laughs> but yeah, so then Sora magically becomes a person again, even though he has not been, his heartless and his nobody have not been defeated. Oh, and my God. uh, yeah, and then uh, Riku is in the dark realm, and that's just kind of it. And so is Mickey. And so then- Yes, and Mickey so is, is Mickey. also there, yeah. That, yeah okay. that part I do know. Okay, gotcha. Alright, and so now we're moving into Chain of Memories. Guys, we've only gotten three games out of, like, the seven. <laughs> I would try to be fast. No, no, we're just, we're just terrible, we're a terrible audience, that's what it is. I, I just, also, Chain of Memories is easy to explain because most of Sora's stuff, like, low-key doesn't matter. Yeah, it really doesn't. He's a side character in his own story. So, Chain of Memories is weird because it takes place That's in between one That's the bio two. I'm going to use on my Tinder profile. <laughs> Side oh, character no. of my own story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Thank you for that. You're welcome. All right, y'all ready to talk about Organization 13? Oh, yes. I'm ready. I'm ready to talk about these coats. I... Uh. <laughs> So, Chain of Memories. So, a fun fact is that Chain of Memories and 358 Retiro are happening at the same time. Wait, which ones um, are? Oh my gosh, I played this on Game Boy. I remember this. Chain oh. of Memories and 358 over 2 right. are happening at the same right, time. Right, they are. I forgot about that. Gotcha, gotcha. So, but we're going to start with Chain of Memories. Mm-hmm. Does that mean so 358 memories... 2 is at least next? Yes. Okay, thank God. <laughs> So, Chain of Memories, the main thing that you need to take away from Chain of Memories is that, uh, fucking... Card games are bad. Card games are... I actually liked it once I, I figured it out. I did too. But at any rate. 
I've never played it, so I'm looking forward to playing it at some point. Sora goes to a weird castle in between Kingdom Hearts 1 and Kingdom Hearts 2. And it's this place where, like, to remember is to forget, and to forget is to remember. Or no, I think it's, what is it? It's to lose is to find, and to find is to lose. Yep. And the whole concept is that, like, there's a there's a nobody named Namine who is Kairi's nobody. Even though she doesn't really look like Kairi, she's blonde. It's weird. But she has power over Sora's memories, and this will become relevant in 358 over 2. Um... But she's fucking with his memories, which is what all of Chain of Memories Sora's story is. It's like, Namine is trying to, like, basically steal all of Sora's memories. <laughs> and, um, there's a whole thing where, like, Organization 13 is 13 nobodies underneath Ansem's nobody, who is Xemnas, because all of the Organization 13 nobodies have X's in their names. And they're all anagrams of their original names, but with an X. America loves a bad boy. So, so <laughs> Ansem becomes Zemnis and so forth. Yep. And so you find out that there's a there's a nobody named Marluxia who's rad. He's got pink hair and he has roses and a scythe. Oh, he's isn't, so cool. A scythe is so villain sweet. In Final Fantasy 15. No, the villain <laughs> Final Fantasy 15 doesn't fucking matter because that game's garbage. <gasps> That's a Damn. That's a bold Spicy take. take. Spicy take. No, I got some fucking feelings. That's for a different podcast. <laughs> the sequel <laughs> to this, Fess. <laughs> <laughs> but so, Marluxia is leading a conspiracy to overthrow the fucking organization. Because he doesn't know. I'm alright. <laughs> no, he doesn't know what's really going on. Because no one fucking really knows what's going on yet. With this whole series. With this whole series! No one knows! But so, he's trying to overthrow that. So him and Larxene... And, like, fucking Zexian. Although it's confusing as to whether he and Vexen are, like, in on it or not. At any rate, Sora murders, like, half of the organization in this game. Um, which is why, like, in Kingdom Hearts 2, there's, like, four of them. But, uh, so Sora kills a bunch of them. Oh, yeah, and then he does. <laughs> <laughs> so there's your yeah, answer. He kills a bunch of them. There's your answer the if anybody actually dies. Die. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. The only people who actually die are the people that Sora murders with his bare hands. Um, and then, uh, so basically, Sora just like is in a weird, fucked up memoryscape, and at the end, nominates like, "Yo, um, I'm I'm fucking with your memories." You should uh willing No to big go to deal. Sleep, I'm just uh I'm I'm fiddling around of here just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, well and, and Nominee is like a weird character because like she's not technically a villain because pretty much everybody who inter I feel really bad for Nominee because pretty yeah. much everybody who interacts with her is trying to use her. Like even like the quote unquote good guys are like trying to use her to manipulate things. Oh, <laughs> And it's very sad. Mm. But she's basically like, hey, man, I'm messing with your memories. The only way you're going to ever get better is if you go in the sleepy pod. And he's like, well, fuck. Okay. So he goes in the sleepy pod. And then we get into the real shit, which is Riku. Where basically Riku has been traumatized by being possessed by a dark force for an entire game. <laughs> and he's like, low-key. <laughs> well, and he's like, low-key, like, kind of like, he's like, he has some PTSD and shit. He's like, man, I'm just trying to deal with, like, the darkness inside of me and stuff, and you find out that there's, like, and it's only important because it happens again, but basically the organization has created a replica of him, which is, like, a puppet, and it has attained sentience. I give up. I give up. 
<laughs> and so the the replica is sent after Sora, but the replica is like kind of good and realizes what the fuck is going on. And then, but then it it has a chip on its shoulder, so it fights Riku because it's like, Who hey man, doesn't in this I'm series. Riku. Well, and it's like, hey, I want to be Riku. Like, I oh have thoughts. God. I have feelings. I it's should like be allowed Spider-Man to be the Spider-Man meme. You know the Spider-Man, like, pointing at each other? <laughs> yes, it's exactly that. That's fucking perfect. 100% that. And, like, yeah, so then they fight and Riku's like, hey, like, you don't have to be me. Like, you could be whoever you want to be, dog. And then... Repliku is sad and disappears. I don't really remember the ending of that very well at this point. Yeah, I don't but, either. But it's it's very sad. And also I think I think Repliku comes back. Oh uh, I have a theory. We'll get there. Of course he does. Take a drink. Right. Um But so yeah, so then Riku basically like through chain of the events of Chain of Memories is able to deal with his like trauma from being possessed. And then is able to come back from the realm of darkness. He and Mickey are both able to come back. Doesn't he kill some of the organization members too? Like doesn't like Sora doesn't kill all of them? Like Riku kills some. I want to say yes. Oh, yeah, I think it's like I a joint effort. So. They kill like over half of the organization. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, that's, none of them that's matter that. except Axel. All right. Not true. All right. We're on to three five eight. Yeah. Oh, you know who else? You know what else? There's one woman in Organization 13. Oh, yeah, there fucking is. Murders Tell me her. all about that woman. That's Larxene. She's murdered. <laughs> all right, though. I don't like her little antennas. I don't like I those. don't either, but, like, I wish she'd gotten more of a role, because she was funny. That's every woman, yeah. Caitlin. I wish they would have gotten more of a role. <laughs> yep. All right, we're on to 358. All right. That was surprisingly fast. <laughs> yeah. Chain of Memories largely doesn't matter except for Riku shit. Well, yeah, I mean, all, honestly, all it was set up to do was to uh, introduce the organization. Yeah. Uh, it- all you need to know from, King of, from Chain of Memories is that Nomine is a person who has control over the memories of Sora and anyone who's linked to him. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, he, over he half the go. cast of the game. Yeah, yeah. That the organization... That's how they get away with doing so much fucked up shit. It's like, oh, hey, Organization 13 exists? Namine exists and she has power over Sora's memories and Riku is finally dealing with some of his bullshit. And half the organization That's... got murked. Riku is in therapy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Riku's figuring himself out, alright? Riku is figuring He's going on his uh, back tra- or backpacking through Europe face. Oh <laughs> my of, god. He goes to India, he finds a profound <laughs> meaning. Yeah, named fucking Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite tweet I've ever seen, I can't remember who it was from, but it was one that was like, it's like, you know, like the Drake meme where it's like him being like, nah, and then being like, yeah. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. There was one where it was like, Sora and Riku as boyfriends, Drake meme, nah. Sora and, or Riku and Mickey as boyfriends, Drake meme, hell yeah. Oh, no. Like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I want to see if I can find fan art of this. Hold up. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> Continue. Uh, so we're now we're on to 358 over 2, which is happening at the same time. The game that I'm most familiar with, but still have no fucking clue what happened. Okay, so you play as Roxas. <laughs> that much I and might have figured out. So the reason that it's called 358 over 2 is because, so in a year, there's 365 days, right? Yes. So in 358, 358 is the number of days that Roxas spends in the organization, 
before the week that he spends in Kingdom Hearts 2. Oh! Uh, wait, wait, wait. That math is wrong. Hey, that math is wrong. Say that again? So, in 358 over 2. Yeah. So, so there's, there's 365, there's 365 days in a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 365 minus 7 is 358. Okay. I don't know what the over 2 means. I'm not going to read into that. It's split but between Roxas two lines. I, I would imagine. Oh, no. Because so Roxas like spends 358 days with the organization mm. before the week that he spends that you see in Kingdom Hearts 2. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I gotcha. God damn it. This fucking series. I get you as much as oh the, my God, the logic of this is allowing me to get this. Monty, stop. Monty, continue. <laughs> Oh <laughs> yes, yes. Monty is just like Monty has dropped so much lewd fucking <laughs> freak. Monty has gone rogue. She has gone rogue. The one where he's carrying him. <laughs> the one where he's carrying him is a fucking screenshot from the game. Oh my god! Yes. It's oh so my good. god! Oh. Nightmare. I'm posting the second one on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm so sorry to keep interrupting you, Kaylin. <laughs> You're fine. We knew. We knew what this was. If you put it on Twitter, caption it from Mickey's perspective and be like, Riku Senpai. Go away. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, so 358, you play as Roxas. He is a new, brand new baby nobody in the world. And Zemnis finds him and is like, hey man, what if I named you an anagram of your first name but with an X? Which is Roxas. <laughs> <laughs> and so then they fucking. Roxas is the only organization member with a Keyblade up until they introduce Xion. Or Shion. I don't really know. Shion. Her name is X-I-O-N. And she looks she looks like fucking Kyrie from the first game. Like child Kyrie, yep. but with black hair. Nice. And nice. she can also use a keyblade. Yeah, and so you go can. through all this shit, but basically the organization sends you on missions to collect hearts because they're trying to build Kingdom Hearts because they want to have hearts. Because they're like, man, it sucks not having hearts. And you're like, fair organization. Same. I'm honestly not mad at you I about this. Like, honestly, every time they try to position the organization as villains, I'm like, but they just want to like be people. Like, that's not that bad. Um, but then, so throughout the game, you find out that essentially, like, there's a push and pull between Roxas and Shion as like who feels shitty and who feels good and like who has power over the Keyblade at any one time, and it's because. Shion is a puppet that was created by the organization to hold all of Sora's memories, which is what happens in Kingdom Hearts fucking chain of memories, is that they are, like, the entire time that Sora's going through that, Naminé is siphoning off his memories to put into Shion, but because Roxas exists and is Sora's literal nobody, there's, like, a power imbalance between the two of them, and it's, like, a Highlander thing where only one of them can exist. (laughs) That's fucked up. (laughs) Yeah, dude. And the, fucking crazy. <laughs> and the fucking and organization thirteen was like, man, we could keep Roxas, or we could have a puppet of our own making. Yeah, let's go with the puppet of our own making. But then they like 
Roxas and Chion like are friends and they and Axel are best friends and they like actually love each other. So they end up like starting to grow hearts and have feelings and like they care about each other. And Axel makes this promise of like, hey, no matter what, like I'm always going to come find you, which then Axel happens is because so good. Yeah, I love He's Axel, so which is basic as shit, but I love him. I think Axel is maybe so Axel my favorite character. Axel makes a promise of like, hey, no matter what happens to you, I'm going to find you. And he stays true to that. Even where like, Axel is questionable in every game that he's in. You don't really know what side he's on until Dream Drop. But like, because it comes down to like the organization basically, because like, Shion is like, hey, like, I can't do this. Because Riku finds her and is like, hey, you need to return Sora's memories to him. Because, like, he can't ever wake up if you don't give those memories back. And she's like, oh, fuck. Um, Everybody else is like, that's fine, just keep them. (laughs) (laughs) But Shion feels bad. So Shion decides to give her memories back. And then Roxas finds out about it. And he's upset. And so then it basically comes down to if Shion gives all the memories back, no one will remember her. But she does it. And then Roxas ends up having, like, all these unresolved feelings of anger and loss without knowing what he's upset about. And all he knows is that, like, the organization have been keeping secrets from him and Axel has been keeping secrets from him. So he disappears, like, goes to fight Riku. And Riku's like, hey, man, like, you have to go back to Sora. Like, we need Sora to be a complete person. And, like, you, you're preventing that. So Roxas is like, oh, fuck, okay. And then he gets kidnapped and put into fucking Kingdom Hearts 2. Well, take a drink because we'll get there. Okay, so question. <sighs> yes. In this game... Shion is introduced and then retconned out of the rest of the series all in yep. one go. Uh-huh. Yep. Damn, that's impressive. <laughs> she comes back. You'll find out. Oh, okay. I wish I drink again. Fiction that good. Right. I mean, good is questionable. I mean, they do a good job of like. They do a good job of making Shion. Yeah. Shion, like, when I remember the first time I played that game, I cried when Shion disappeared. Oh my god, me too. That was, I think, the one Kingdom Hearts game that was just like, damn, that was was pretty nice. I've cried during every Kingdom Hearts game I've played, with the exception of fucking Coded and the mobile game. I didn't know what was going on when I was playing 3852. I didn't really understand, so I. Yeah, me neither. I really wanted to, but I think I needed more background for it. And I, yeah. I really had only played like a few hours of both one and two when I played three, five, eight by two. It, it should be, it should be noted here on the podcast. I have only ever beat three, five, eight by two days. What a fucking game to beat too. Like of all of them. That's I, the had, one yes, I was really into Kingdom Hearts, like to the point where like I, I liked it, but it, it was weird playing on my PS2 because my, I have a weird relationship with my PS2, okay? It was just, sometimes it was there, sometimes it was not. Um, and sometimes I had games, and sometimes I would not. Poverty be like that, you know? Um, like but They really do. Exactly. See, you get it. But 358 by 2 I had my own DS. Like, I didn't have to share that with anybody. And so, like, I bought that game with my own money. And then, yeah, I I beat that game in, like, a week and a half, and then I never looked back. But yeah, that's the only one that I've beaten. I also played uh, Dream Drop Distance, but I found that game actually irritable. I hated it, and I couldn't finish it. Um, and my PSP was just out of commission by the time Birth by Sleep happened. So it's I always been really, like, really unfortunate PSP circumstances. Birth by Sleep it was terrible. Same. Yeah, I'm looking forward to actually playing Birth by Sleep because I have the collection. 
with like everything it's but so 2.8 good but yeah yeah like I've, I've heard it's the best one to play so it is i think is really the birth good. by sleep is the best one it's so sad like every ending is just sad but like it's the best one i think it has the best combat system like it's so good but anyway back to the fucking podcast <laughs> i think i think that's everything you say that like you're not just... loving this I love every second. It's also the worst. Um, just like Kingdom Hearts. Um, I think that's everything. All you basically need to know is, yeah, like, Axel made the promise to always come back for Shion and Roxas, which is specific. Yeah. And then uh, Shion is a puppet who decides to go back, and she's sad, and then everyone forgets about her. And then Roxas is angry and, like, fights Riku a bunch, and it's just like, hey, man, fuck you. Because Riku's trying to get Roxas to go back to uh, Sora, but Riku or Roxas is like, "Hey, no, I'm a person. Like, I'm a person on my own. I don't need Sora." Do you fight um, him at that tower in that rainy? Place? Yeah. So in Kingdom Hearts Two Final Mix, you fight Roxas, mm-hmm. which you didn't in the original one. Mm-hmm. Okay, but so that's how yeah. those two link up like that. Okay, got you. Mm-hmm. Alright, so we're on to Kingdom Hearts 2, finally. Yeah. This timeline makes no fucking sense in my head, but... Yeah. We out here. It's, really. it's hard because Chain of Memories and 358 are literally happening at the same time, because, like, during Chain... Or during 358, Axel goes to Castle Oblivion to deal with what's happening in Chain of Memories. Like, they are concurrent games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Axel's weird because his role is to weed out traitors, but it also seems like he and Syx kind of have their own thing going on. Maybe. There's not, like, real confirmation, though. It's very strange. Question. Um, yes. Axel, by the end of 358 by 2 still, like, alive, right? Mm-hmm. And yes. does, he, does he survive, like, the rest of the games, too? Like, I don't know where it takes him. Mm. The answer to that question is yes and no. Oh, <laughs> we'll get to it. Of <laughs> <laughs> fucking course it is. Yeah. I mean, the answer is in Kingdom Hearts 2, though. Yeah. Hon- so. Honestly, Moises, you really just need to play Kingdom Hearts 2. I think you'd really enjoy it. So the weird thing about Kingdom Hearts 2 is that it kind of doesn't matter. It does, <laughs> but it doesn't. Yeah. So we have our good guys, which are Sora, Roxas, Riku, Kairi, Donald, Goofy, and Mickey. Our bad guys are Organization 13. The gang. And Maleficent and uh, Pete. Oh, and Maleficent. And Maleficent and Peter are bad, yeah. but they also are kind of stupid, so yeah, it's hard. Fair. And then questionable are Axel, because his motives are generally questionable until Dream Drop Distance. He's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. She's not <laughs> wrong. She's really not wrong. I'd give it oh, up for Axel. Something, sure, why not? something notable. Something notable. Because you do see Axel as a person in Birth by Sleep, which I forgot to mention. Sure do. You see him as a baby. Yep. You see him and Syx in their human form. Does he have the exact same wild haircut as a baby? Yeah. Yep. No, he is the exact same. The only thing that's different is he doesn't have the triangle tattoos under his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and his name breathe. is Lee. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that answer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. 
Oh man, I love this oh, series God. so much. Rest in peace, Moises Tavares. Probably like 2006 to 2019. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what year he was born. He's a baby. I am eight years old. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, I think I'm but, good. Yeah. Also, because it becomes relevant later on, uh, Axel's person name was Lee, spelled L-E-A. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sykes's person name was Isa, spelled I-S-A. Yep. All these parents uh, are terrible people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, on to Kingdom Hearts 2. Let's do it. So fucking Riku is out and about again, but he chose. he's just single and ready to mingle. God, <laughs> but he's hiding up. under a black cloak for reasons. People like um, tall, dark strangers. I'm sorry. You also spend the first week of the game playing as Roxas, and it's a fucking nightmare. It's, it's two hours. I, it's two I like hours. it. Okay. I like it a lot. I also like it. I remember it's too long, time. but I like it. One of the things that made me like it is reading Alexa Ray Correa's Kingdom Hearts 2 book, because it makes sense. Um, it actually ties into the theme of destiny and fate, where, like, nothing you do matters. Mm-hmm. So, I like it now more than I'm, a, than I'm an adult. I fucking hate playing through it, though. I, think, I love it. I think conceptually um, it's great, but, like, I hate playing it. I haven't read Alyssa Ray Correa's book. I just, I always, like, Kingdom Hearts 2 is my first Kingdom Hearts, so, like, I okay. just, I I love, I love everything about Kingdom Hearts. Even the parts that are, like, Kingdom Hearts 2, I love that game. Oh, I do too. Even the parts that don't matter, even the parts that are bad, like, even, like, when I replay Kingdom Hearts 2 in the final mix on the, like, PS4 collection, mm-hmm. like, I think that that section goes on for probably too long. Yeah. But I love that section. Hmm. And, like, part of it is because, like, Justin McCartney does a really good job of playing Roxas. And just, like, it's really good because, too, <laughs> like, Rox- Justin McCartney plays both Roxas and Ventus. I but always those are, like, forget two- that. I do, too. <laughs> but they're, they're two different characters, and you can tell. Yeah. Like, especially at the end of Dream Drop Distance, where it's one and then the other, there's, like, a huge difference between those characters, and it shows I want to know like, the casting, like, reasonings. Like, we need Justin McCartney. Lance Bass is Sephiroth. That's my favorite yep. thing in the world. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Lance Bass is There's from NSYNC. There's a lot going on. There's oh, a lot shit. going on. But, so you play the first week of that game as fucking Roxas. And he's in a town called Twilight Town. And then the end of that week is basically, like, weirder and weirder shit happens to Roxas until eventually he finds out, like, oh, hey, this isn't real. This is a simulation in a computer mm-hmm. while Naminé puts Sora's memories back together. Yep. And this is important because Shion has given Sora's memories back at this point because this is also happening at the end of 358. But since Roxas still exists... Like, at the end of 358, when he gets kidnapped, he gets kidnapped by Riku, who has accepted the darkness to overpower Roxas and take him back to Diz, who he works with. And Diz is the person who runs the simulation. And so, like, while Roxas is experiencing all this weird shit, Sora is slowly siphoning memories back from him. And so then, like, when Roxas finally gets to the bottom of it, he's like, oh, fuck. 
Diz I is like bandaged man, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. He looks like a mummy in a red jacket. I like how like matrixy this like concept is because this was around when the Matrix was wrapping up. Um, when like oh, getting hard to originally. That- Mm. Yeah, like it's like this is a simulation. It's I just realized around how fucking old this game is. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, it's terrible. But, so basically, Roxas gets faced like Roxas meets Nominee, and Nominee and Roxas are the only two people who understand each other, and it's very sad because mm-hmm. Nominee's like, "Yo, I get it. Like, you want to be a person." She's like, "Same, but also we're tied to this shit." So like. We don't have- Maybe you should go back to Sora. Like, it's your choice. <laughs> it really be like this sometimes. <laughs> Fucking Christ. Nominee is the most tragic figure in any piece of media ever. Wow, okay. That's a bold assertion. Yeah. That, I think it's true. That is Nominee what we knows- in the industry call a hot take. <laughs> Nobody knows it because, like, every moment she's like, I'm being used and I know that. So I'm going to try to hang on with the side that he's using me for better purposes. Yeah. But I know that I only have this one purpose. And once that goes away, I'm fucked. And, like, Diz is a piece of shit. Diz turns out to be the original Ansem because, fun fact, in Birth by Sleep, when Xehanort norded Terra. And Aqua threw him back into the world of light. He woke up and was like, oh shit, here I am. And he started being the apprentice for a man here who dances the wise. Yep. And he like overthrew Ansem the wise, threw him into the realm of darkness, and fucking identity thefted him. Yep. So we're, la- then- we're adding identity theft to the list of themes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. And then he took on the name Ansem the Wise and turned all of Ansem's apprentices into nobodies. Because they started doing weird fucked up experimentation, which is where the Jurassic Park stuff comes in. Because the whole thing that you find out in Kingdom Hearts 2 is that quote unquote Ansem was doing all these experiments with people to see if like, like Heartless and like the darkness and all this shit, like what would happen. And through that, he turned all of Ansem's fucking apprentices into nobodies and Heartlesses. Wasn't he also like, wasn't he doing these experiments too to try to make a new Yeah. Okay. And he also was the originator of Heartless. Like, Heartless, according to, like, these journals, did not exist before these experiments. And so that's where it's like, hey, science, just because you can doesn't mean you should. (laughs) I get it now. I get it. It makes Mm -hmm. so much sense. This is all very slowly, like, at a glacial pace, clicking into place. It's coming together. Yeah, and how do you think we feel after 13 years of having a main entry? series it coming out at the end of the month everything's falling together in a glacial place god that is happening at the end of this month huh yeah so okay so there comes a point where Kyrie and sora are in a dark passage which is what the organization uses to move around the world because if you use the darkness you can use it to make tunnels through the worlds essentially and travel around and it's easier sure and Axel appears there because, like, Kyrie and Sora are about to get fucked up. And Axel, quote-unquote... Yep. So, Axel saves them and in the process, quote-unquote, dies. Yep. And so that's the last thing you see of him through that. So then you go through the end of the game, whatever. And so then Diz is like, hey, turns out I'm Ansem. It's whatever. It's cool. Um, and then you find out that the weird, like, robe dude who's been pursuing Sora throughout the entire game is Riku, but he still looks like 
ants, quote unquote, Ansem, who's really Terranort, because what? <laughs> it doesn't make sense. I I can't explain it very well. But he basically like he's wearing a blindfold, and so like when you take the blindfold off, he's Burbot cyborg. Challenge. He's cyborg. He fucking laser shoots that shit. <laughs> Yeah, while Riku is wearing the blindfold, he looks like Riku. When he takes it off, he looks like Ansem, because darkness still has a hold on him. And so the only way for him to cut off that tie is apparently to wear the blindfold, so, like, he can't see himself. So he's always in darkness. Pretty much. It's weird. It doesn't really make sense. They don't explain it very well. (laughs) (laughs) But through that, Ansem reveals, like, hey, I'm the original Ansem. Whatever. Oh fuck, I forgot that the Tron world is relevant. And the Tron world is relevant <laughs> because it's a copy of a program that is used to run the security in Hollow Bastion, which is actually called Radiant Garden. That was the city it was before it got overtaken by darkness and bullshit. The, the lore here is magnificent. <laughs> I, just, I gotta so say. And so then, uh, <laughs> through doing the Tron world, Sora finds out that this program actually has all this, like, extra info. And then when you get to the end of the game, you find out, like, oh, hey, Ansem was storing all this information, including this thing called the Door to Darkness. Oh. Which I don't even remember why that's relevant, because I'm drunk, but it matters, I guess. Um, and so you find out that Diz is Ansem, and he's like, hey, I was trying to atone for my mistake of, like, taking on Xehanort as an apprentice and not doing something about his bullshit sooner. And so he tries to, like, digitize, because the organization succeeds in building a new, like, fake Kingdom Hearts. And so Diz is like, hey, if we turn this into data, it won't be able to function, and then it'll be fine. And instead it blows up, and so you think he dies. But he doesn't. Nobody does. Crazy. And now we're on to Recoded. I... (laughs) Y'all like data? Because we're getting into the data. I just want to... I just want to, like, curl up into a ball, you know? Just just tell myself it's all going to be okay. It's not. Everything's terrible. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Re- There's a positive outlook by the time we get to the end of Dream Drop, at least. Is there? Is there Which is in, like, 12 games. <laughs> yeah, like... No, Co- we have this. Dream Drop is the next game. No, 12. <laughs> no, 12. <laughs> go, go, go. Yeah, go, let's go. Okay, I'm on it. I'm on okay, board. Okay, so coded. The good guys are Mickey Mouse, <laughs> Data Sora... Who is not real Sora? And Data Riku. Who is not real Riku? I hate this game already. It's so bad. Um, The story is good. The mechanics are terrible. Shocking. Uh, It's a Kingdom Hearts game. But is the story actually good? Kind of. So the bad guys are Maleficent and Pete (laughs) and the bugs. Dope. Let's let's get into it, shall we? Spiders are bad. Okay, next game. (laughs) No, this is bugs as in, like, your Norton I, I, antivirus. I, I, I know. <laughs> so, fun facts. So, so Kingdom Hearts Recoded, which is originally an episodic mobile game in Japan that releases a DS game in America. <laughs> because nightmares. Uh... Um, <laughs> so, the things that you need to know is that data is hella important, actually. <laughs> 
And that it can be stored inside people's hearts for some reason. Of course it can! Thing number two that you need to know. So, the whole concept of Coded is that there's a, there's journals written by Jiminy Cricket for both Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2. And uh, the, the for some reason, those journals are data, and they get corrupted. And so... Chip and Dale create a data version of Sora to go into the journal and deal with it. And there they find a data version of Riku, who is simultaneously Riku and the entire contents of the journal. You did not just say Chip and Dale. She did. I did. I sure fucking did. They're smart. They're so fucking smart. They're engineers. This is the greatest thing ever. So they send, and so so a key thing to know too, because it comes up again, is data can't have a heart, and so but it can occupy one. (laughs) So the data they can occupy it, but they can't have one. So the data version of Sora, they have to program in a Keyblade because he can't summon one because he doesn't have a heart because he's data. My brain hurts. We're so close. Oh, Where are we though? So it feels close. like we're so far away. <laughs> oh my god. So basically, so Sora Data Sora goes through all this bullshit. Like literally he has to go into the journal and then he has to go into the journal that is Riku because Maleficent and Pete quote unquote hack the system. Because Maleficent's like, hey, you know what's fucking hard? Taking over the world through the princesses of heart. You know what's easy? Taking over data versions of worlds. So I'm going to do that. Fuck you. <laughs> so Maleficent becomes Hacker Man, is what you're telling Kind of, oh but God. through magic, I guess? They don't explain it well. Shocking. So, you don't say. <laughs> and so then, because of that, like, so the journal is simultaneously Riku and the journal... And so then to like fuck everything up, Pete takes Riku journal and put quote literally quote unquote they put bugs in him. Oh, and no. so he becomes evil and mean again. And so then like Riku has to or Sora has to fight like Data Riku and then Data Sora is like, hey man, like literally there's a point where Data Riku is like, please for the love of God, kill me. <laughs> <laughs> because he doesn't want to be evil and Data Sora is like but what if I just, like, debugged you? That'd be fine, right? What a mood. Oh, my God. <laughs> so then he dives into the into Data Riku's data and fucking fights all this bullshit and saves him. And then you get to a point where there's a Data Roxas. Oh, my God. Because why not? <laughs> I need this to end. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting there. <laughs> I really do. So, Data Roxas is like, so Sora basically through all of this shit comes to the conclusion that like, hey, like, he he ends up in a Data version of Castle Oblivion and he can't remember any of his friends, but every room that he goes through because it's the same card system, he's like, oh, I'm really sad because I know that I met someone but I can't remember them and that makes me sad. Oh my god, me after the club. Oh my god, yes, that's what he says. He says me after the club every time. Um, 
But then he's like, hey, it makes me sad that I don't remember these people. And then Data Roxas is like, yeah, and that's what's going to lead you to darkness because, like, every amount of pain that you feel is going to pull you closer and closer. And then Data Sora is like, hey, actually, I think it just proves that, like, even though I can't remember them, I cared about that person. So I'm going to keep caring about people because clearly if it hurts, that means they were special. And then (laughs) fucking Data Roxas is like, oh, you think you know what hurt means? Fucks you. Fuck you. I'm going to teach you what hurt means. Fucks you. (laughs) Fucks you. (laughs) Fucks you. I was like, ooh. Ooh, I'm going to figure out this game. (laughs) I wish. Uh, But no. So they fight and Data Sora wins and Data Roxas is like, hey man, you, you learned your lesson, which is like, pain is important to like, Knowing that you care about people. So, can you just watch Moulin Rouge instead of playing this game? Kind of. Okay, cool. <laughs> but so then, so then <sighs> I hope y'all are ready. Oh no. No, I'm Data not. Data Nomine shows up. No. Take her away. And she's, <laughs> and she's like, hey, so there's all of these, like, digit, like, basically the memories of Shion and Terra and Aqua and Ventus are all inside of Roxas. Or not Roxas, Sora. I'm drunk. Um, (laughs) All of these memories are inside of Sora, but they didn't think that he was ready for them because, like, it was going to be so painful to deal with all the trauma of, like, all of these people have experienced. And so, like, Data Sora kind of low-key gets to experience that trauma first. And then they're like, hey, she's like, hey, so just remember, like, what you learned, which is that, like, that pain is important And, like, instead of letting it drag you down into the darkness, you need to remember that it's there so that, like, you can remember that you care about people. And Dadasaur's like, yeah, sure. (laughs) Same. And then then she's like, okay, but you're fake, so go tell real Sora this. Oh, my God. And he's like, yeah, sure. (laughs) I don't even know what to say about this. He's such a fucking. There's nothing to say. Literally, (laughs) he's like, "Yeah, sure." And then the conclusion of Coded is basically like, "Hey, to set everything right, we have to delete both Data Sora and Data Riku." So once again, it doesn't fucking matter. Well, and so then no, but so literally, Data Sora passes that lesson on thanks to Data Nominee, which is something that fucking real Sora never does, even though he promises to. And then, like, and it's so sad because the Data characters are like, yeah, we've reached the end of our, like, usefulness. This is what's supposed to happen to us. Meanwhile, like, Donald and Goofy are like, but we love Data Sora. Oh, my God. It's fucking wild. This and so then, yeah. So near Automata, like, a decade before near Automata. I am fucking upset. Yeah, no, Data Sora feels more than real Sora does. It's wild. Uh, does anyone else need to pee? Because I need to pee. Go pee. I need to process. I need to lay down. <laughs> We're almost a dream drop, though. We're almost there. God, my head fucking hurts from all this new I, knowledge. I, I feel so smart. My head hurts from like the knowledge and also the bottle and a half of wine I've had. My head hurts from the fucking wall banging i'm doing right now y'all it's been two hours almost oh my god how did those people fucking talk about kingdom hearts in 30 minutes kingdom hearts fucking sucks (laughs) i hope caitlin leaves all this all this in 
Please do, because <laughs> God, I need people to know that this is terrible. Uh, is there any other game that's like this? Metal Gear Solid. No! Oh my God, no, yeah. don't even, because that makes much more sense. At least, oh at least Metal Gear Solid works within, like, our logic. It has nanomachines and fucking... You, no. Are you gonna tell me nanomachines don't exist? Are you going to tell me nanoscience is not a fucking thing? Because it is. This is getting aggressive. You know what's not a thing? A giant fucking floating moon heart that is apparently being, like, fucking replicated by, like, these 13 men going out and assassinating people for their hearts. 12 men and one woman. 12 men and one woman. And one woman. Who gets retconned out of the fucking game by the end of the game? No, 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 no. That's, um... Shion isn't the one woman. There's there's another one. Is there another the one? one? Yeah, the yeah, blonde one. Antennas. Yeah, look at the Discord. I sent a picture of all the organization members. Oh, anyway, Metal Gear doesn't have... <laughs> yeah, look over my Riku Mickey porn. Um, oh, this yeah. one! I kind of yeah. remember. Shion yeah. was the 14th member of Organization 13. That's why gotcha. she needed to go. Mm. I hate this. Caitlin. This is the yes. worst thing ever. We've decided that you need to keep all we just about in. <laughs> I need to keep what? Everything that just happened while you were gone in the podcast. Please do not edit it out. <laughs> okay. Okay, thank you. Cool. Don't we edit just... out any of the fills, honestly. It's, we just yelled it's... a lot. <laughs> I need people to feel what I feel right now, because it is... I think a lot of people do. I think that's a general sentiment around but, like, Moises really, feeling bad. Moises really needs it, because he doesn't feel very often, so, like, he needs to share it. Mm. I'm here for you, Betty. Thank you, I love you, but I don't I'm love so, this game series. I'm so drunk. Let's go. <laughs> I'm... Same. So are we all ready for Dream Drop Distance? More than anything in the world. Oh, bad guys, all the Xehanorts. Oh no. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I can't deal with any more of this game. I can't deal with this anymore. <laughs> like, like when everybody, like when that meme started going around of like, oh yeah, I guess I'm back on my bullshit. Cecilia Nomura was laughing at all of us. <laughs> He knew. He knew everything. Oh my god! All right, let's go with uh, let's go with 3D. Drop distance. I hate Y'all want to hear some bullshit that apparently only I remember? What? Please. When Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance was first announced, you know what it was announced as? What? Kingdom Hearts Three. Yeah, because it's like uh, it happens directly before Kingdom Hearts Three. It's like the closest yeah, thing we've got also, to a fuck two. <laughs> Also, it is the direct sequel to 2, and also, they announced it as 3, and then they were like, JK, Kingdom Hearts 3D, because it was on the 3DS. Square Enix can suck my dick. Like, yep. I hate Same. them. <laughs> I, hate I don't them. have one, but they can suck it. Um, also, it's 3D not only because it was on the 3DS, but also because it's Dream, a drop, a distance. They, you know they named it Dream Drop Distance just to fucking do that because i know the name dream drop makes sense but adding distance in there is some bullshit doesn't, doesn't yeah know. no distance doesn't make any does sense. it actually make any sense it does it does yeah it does and by makes so... sense i mean as much as all the rest of this has made sense so <laughs> so no <laughs> categorically no 
let me set you a scene. <laughs> no. Okay. So Kingdom Hearts Two has ended. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts Three. Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance has begun. Uh. Sora and Riku are at Yen Sid, the wizard's tower. Which is Disney backwards. It is Disney backwards. He also has very strange cadence through every line he delivers. <laughs> um, God. Um, and it basically comes down to Yen Sid is like, yo, so for what's coming next, shit's about to get really real. So you all need to do a test that's going to give you a certain special power that uh is very necessary for what's to come so hey all the worlds that have been consumed by darkness are technically asleep so what you're gonna do is jump into the dreams those worlds are having (laughs) and unlock the keyholes within them which will wake them up and return them to the real world and if you do this with seven sleeping keyholes you will attain the super secret power that we need that i'm not going to tell you what it is Friendship. And Sora and Riku are like, hell yeah, sick, let's do it. And then they fucking dive into the first dream, which they don't explain that very well, but you're... That's they the go drop to, part they go of sleepies. the title. They go to sleep. That's they why they dream. That's yes. the second nappy. part of the title. And so the, the drop is where they have to go through a weird obstacle course <laughs> to get into the dream. Yep. And so then... The first dream, there's a man in a coat there, and Sora and Riku are both like, hey, who the fuck is that guy? And then Ursula is there, and which doesn't make sense, because the first world of Dream Drop Distance is Destiny Islands, and Riku and Sora are on the raft that they hypothetically built in Kingdom Hearts 1, except they're in the ocean. <laughs> so it's Castaway. <laughs> Well, because, kind of, because the dream of Destiny Islands is that instead of falling into darkness, Sora and Riku actually take the raft out, but Kairi's not here for some reason. And then instead of it being, like, the big scary storm that comes, it's fucking Ursula, and she just capsizes them. And then they end up in two different timelines, essentially. Uh, And so they go through... The same worlds, but with different kind of, like, storylines. And the main thing that you need to know is this. Which is that time travel is a thing. No. 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 I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna, I knew this, like, going into this, but I'm gonna leave. Because it still makes me mad. I'm yeah, so no. upset. So what you find out through the course of the game I'm gonna vote is like every time, time travel thing actually there's a, is a time travel thing. There is it's no real. time travel. No, I reject that. <laughs> well, you're wrong because it happens. <laughs> um, so what you find out because they keep being like so instances of which this is confusing. Shocker. Um, so there's multiple times throughout the game. Where young, quote unquote, young Xehanort will show up while Sora and Riku are doing shit. And the whole premise of the game is like Sora has a story and Riku has a story, and that's important. Um, and so basically, like, this is the version of Xehanort who first was like, he is also from Destiny Islands originally. And it's weird because his model looks like Terra. But, like, apparently Xehanort as a young man just look, kind of looked like Terra. Wait, Xehanort was from Destiny Islands? Mm-hmm. Wild. Okay. 
Yeah, so Xehanort is originally from Destiny Islands before Sora or Riku was born. And he has the same, it's like the same connection to Riku that like connects to Terra and so forth, where he's like, this world is just too small. Okay. And so he like, he has the same desire to get off the world and like learn all this shit. So he, that sets it in motion. And so then basically you find out that through some miracle of planning, Xehanort has position so the way that time travel works because you have to explain that so the way that time travel works is that you can only travel to any given point in time if a past version of yourself is there so there's the original version of xehanort which is who's the one from destiny islands there's the old man version from birth by sleep there's xemnas the nobody there's Ansem Seeker of Darkness, the Heartless. Mm, Ansem. Daddy. <laughs> Delicious. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> There's fucking Zigbar, who was Brig, who I am drunk and dumb and forgot to mention, like, during Birth by, during birth by Sleep, Brig and, Zig- and fucking Xehanort meet, and Xehanort, Brig is the first Nort- yeah. Ever. He's the one with the eye patch, right? Yep. Okay. And there's a line in Dream Drop, which is so funny, because Brig, like, reveals the whole master plan, and he's like, hey, the original purpose of Organization 13 was to take a bunch of empty husks, and before they could grow hearts of their own, build Kingdom Hearts, and then put Xehanort's heart into every single one of them, so there would be 13 Xehanorts. <laughs> Wait, so is all of Organization 13 Horcruxes? Kind that's, of. That's kind of what this is. Is Xehanort is making Horcruxes. All right. Yes. So we need to add Harry Potter to the list. <laughs> yeah, except there's no murder. Like, Xehanort doesn't have to kill anybody to do it. But, so Zigbar slash Bragg is the first Nort, because he's the very first person, even before Terra, who Xehanort, like, inserts himself into, because during that Dream Drop, dirty. he has a, mm-hmm. he has a line, and I dirty. shit you not, I shit you not, there's a line in Dream Drop where Sora's like, aren't you afraid of becoming another person? Like, of becoming, like, an entirely different person? And Bragg answers with, and I quote, I'm already half Xehanort. What? Game. And so the whole point of Dream Drop Distance, you find out, is that the man in the cloak who I mentioned earlier is one of the fucking Xehanorts who sets it in motion so that instead of being... Wait, wasn't that man in the cloak Riku before? No. The man in the cloak... The man in the cloak is one of the Xehanorts who... So has in, wait, so sabotaged. In, so in Kingdom Hearts, fucking when you go into game. the cave, that's one of the Xehanorts. Yes, that's yes. I'm gonna explain that in just a second. Drink. So, yep. Drink. You can drink. So, the person in the cloak who you see at the beginning of Dream Drop Distance is one of the Xehanorts who is fucking it up, so that instead of going through the actual sleeping worlds. Sora gets put into a different sleep. And then Riku, instead of diving through the world's dreaming, is diving through Sora's dream. Y'all, I am so tired. 
No, because, because, fucking, originally, the Xehanort's, oh god, this is where Unchained matters, again. So, when the original big sortie was formed, and then broke, it shattered into 13 pieces of darkness and of 7 pieces of light. Of course. Yeah, totally. And so, the 7 princes of light are that original light. Uh-huh. But... I, this is me kind of throwing shit in here, but apparently, I guess, if, like, because the princesses are, like, the tool to be used, you can assign seven hearts that have enough strong light in them to defend the princesses of heart. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And then there are 13 darknesses that will lead to another clash that will lead to another no. Keyblade War. You'll ever see it take so bad you need to go immediately to sleep. and so xehanort is trying to be those 13 darknesses and he's like hey with my 13 darknesses and your seven lights we can trigger the keyblade war and so through time travel bullshit where he literally like anselm seeker of darkness is dead sora killed him xemnas is dead sora killed him but because of this time travel bullshit xehanort is able to pull them from alternate timelines into this world And so, originally, they even make a point of this, like, in the dialogue, where they're like, yeah, we were just, like, the Keyblade. Originally, we wanted Riku, but because Riku has, like, been through so much as far as, like, being overtaken through the darkness and then overcoming it and, like, learning about it and understanding the darkness and, like, walking the quote-unquote road to dawn where he knows, like, hey, I I can channel darkness in a way that no one else can, but, like, I'm still trying to be a good person, like... They can't take him because he will not fall to darkness, but because Sora has never had to interrogate the darkness, he's always just been, like, kind of there, like, happy-go-lucky doing whatever, like, Sora he's is susceptible a, so- to it. Sora is a bad game critic. He has never interrogated the meaning of anything. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Like, like, and that's the thing, too, which I think is so interesting about this game, is there's multiple times throughout the game where, like, in Kingdom Hearts 1, when Riku falls to darkness... He reaches out his hand to Sora, and Sora tries to take it. And then, in Kingdom Hearts 2, when they're in the realm of darkness, Sora is like, hey, we can be the darkness together. Like, Sora doesn't give a shit about good or bad. Sora just cares about his friends. Yeah. And so, like, that's what's ultimately his undoing, because, like, he has never had to interrogate the darkness in that way, because everyone sees him as the light. I just But ultimately, like, he's just the kid who loves his friends. I need you to know right Even now. Even if his friends are fucking idiots. <laughs> I tried to look up Andrew on Twitter so that I could retweet the thing. I typed in Sora for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I am the light. I am the way in the light. <laughs> and so because of this, because they have gone so far into Sora's dream, like, and he, Sora is fighting the whole time. He wears himself down to nothing and like the Xehanorts are like going to take him. And then you find out that, so there's these things in the game called Dream Eaters, which some are spirits, which are the good ones, and some are nightmares, which are the bad ones. And you find out that because Riku got pulled into Sora's dream, Riku is a Dream Eater who was meant to protect Sora, but he failed because he didn't know what the fuck he was supposed to be doing. Yep. Yep. Totally. I get that. And so then Riku is trying desperately to wake Sora up. And Sora keeps chasing his dreams further and further down into the darkness. And so then Sora's like, ah, shit, man. I gotta 
I gotta save this boy. Um, well, that's why so he's he does that. <laughs> yeah, they're gay. One hundred percent. Yeah. If a, you don't think this would make you gay, I don't know what. No, there you. there was a whole thing around like the latest trailer of it, which I know you're avoiding them, so I'm not going to describe it to you. But there's, I mean, there's basically a moment where like Riku is defending Sora, mm. and the music under it, like th- there's there's lyrics to it, and the person is singing something along the lines of like kissing you and like yeah somebody was just like this is the gay subtext that like we've all said is here also the beat if you listen to the beat it is morse code for gay at that point (laughs) (laughs) i can't fucking do this anymore oh my god Monty, you're a trooper, and I'm proud of you. <laughs> I'm like, like this. I'm like trying to take in this plot. I'm just holding like the bridge oh my of my God. nose. I'm just like, what the heck? <laughs> so, I mean, for getting into fan theories, what I really think it is is like Sora's bi, but like in love with Kyrie, and like Riku's just very gay and like into Sora, who's what? oblivious. But is he really in love with Kyrie? I feel yes, like 100%. Yes. I feel like yes. he wants to love <laughs> Kyrie, but is totally in love with Riku. No, he's totally got, he's jonesing for Kyrie hard. Mm. Like the end of King. He's in love with both. Honestly, that's just his heterosexual polyamory, but they okay. don't have anyone to explain it to them. <laughs> have y'all just... seen the the fan art for like Sora X Roxas and the discourse for it? No, Everyone I freaks out because like he's fucking himself. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> oh my god! I need you to send me that. Oh I hate god. that oh uh, because god. honestly. Roxas and uh, Roxas and Nabani are the only straight couple I ship because they deserve each other because they're the only they people do. who understand. Really oh, no. <laughs> anyway, because Shion is fake. Shion doesn't exist. Stop! Ooh. Don't break my heart. Don't go breaking my time heart. Time of the night. All right, we'll drink because we're gonna get there. Oh my god. God. Uh, but where was I? So. Where are any of us? I don't remember what we were talking about. <laughs> I'm uh, in oh, the fucking no. ether right now. Riku is a dream eater, yeah. but he sucks. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happens. So basically, the Xehanorts are like, hey, we wanted our 13 vessels of darkness, and you ended up being like low-key immune to darkness because you were exposed to it so much and you learned how to deal with it. So we went for Sora instead because he's stupid and has never had to deal with anything in his life. So... Riku is trying and trying to wake Sora up, and it doesn't work. And so then they finally get to the point where Riku is able to enter Sora's dream and fight, but it still looks, like, real dire. And then out of nowhere, Lee, aka Axel, shows up, and he's like, Hey, what up? It me, Lee. I'm here to save you. Lee, but also not Mickey spelled Mouse right. Is there. <laughs> also, Mickey Mouse is there. <laughs> of course Mickey Mouse is there. <laughs> And so they grab Sora and Mickey Riku, is always and they dip watching. out. <laughs> and then because of that, because there's only a set amount of time that they have, the Xehanorts are like, oh, fuck, we ran out of time. But it doesn't matter, because according to Destiny, there will be seven lights, there will be 13 darknesses, which is like, well, then what the fuck was the point of this game? Because if it's fated to be, why were you trying to body snatch Sora? It doesn't really make sense, but sure. So. I hate this. Yeah. And so then, 
the ending of Dream Drop is that Sora and or Sora and Riku come back, but Sora is still asleep. And Yen's it's like, yeah, dude, you gotta dive back into that dream. And Riku's like, oh fuck, okay. So he does that. And then this is the part where Jesse McCartney's voice acting really shines through. Because <laughs> what a sentence. <laughs> because Riku ends up on Destiny Islands again. And if you've played Game Hearts 1, there's like the weird series where you're on the stained glass platform yeah. and you get asked a series of questions. Mm-hmm. And uh, so those same questions are asked of Riku. And the questions are like, what, like, what are you so afraid of? What do you think is important or something along that line? And then like, what do you wish? And so the sequence goes Roxas, Ventus, and then Shion. Because those are all the hearts that are living inside of fucking Sora right now. Christ. Because I don't, they never explain why, but Sora has retained, or like Roxas has retained personhood within Sora, kind of. You broke up for a second. What'd you say? Oh, like Roxas has retained personhood inside of Sora. Oh, yeah. Kind of. It's very strange. And then. Oh, fuck. I fucked this up. Because. When Sora is still having his story, he is basically like, hey, you lied about the nobody's not having hearts. What the fuck is up with that? And Zemnis is like, yeah, we did lie because, like, we wanted them to stay husks because we wanted to fill them with hearts that weren't theirs. Mm -hmm. Even though, as 358 proves, they were growing hearts all their own. (laughs) So, like, in theory, Roxas could have been his own person. That's fucked up. That's yeah. Fucked up. The only reason that Roxas, like, they convince Roxas to go back to Sora is because Sora needs his memories back. But, like, Roxas could have been a person. <sighs> it's very what? sad. No, I'm very sad. Oh, no. My it little sucks. blonde baby. I love him. And so then there's, like, a scene, too, in this game where Roxas is like, it really had to be you. And Sora's like, no, like, you... You could have been a person. It's fucked up that you didn't get that chance. And Roxas is like, no, this is why it had to be you, because you understand that I could have been a person, and you still, like, want that for me. Like, and then Yedzin goes on to, ble- like, explain, like, the reason why Sora is such a weird heart magnet is because he cares about other people so much that, like, they can find a safe space within his heart, essentially, to where, like, even if no one else believes in them like Sora does and that keeps them alive and safe and it's very cute and very sad what a- and so then Rox- or Riku goes through the whole like questioning session and then through that like he wakes Sora up because he finds fucking Diz slash the original Ansem who didn't die at the end of Kingdom Hearts 2 even though it seems like he did because he got exploded nah when he was digitizing the Kingdom Hearts, he also digitized himself and the memories of Shion, and so all of that exists as data inside of Sora's heart. Which, what the fuck? That doesn't mean anything. That's a nonsense sentence, even in this nonsense franchise. <laughs> data in his heart, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He has fucking computer files inside of him. He's got a USB port in the back of his head, you just don't see it. There. Especially because, like, Diz literally, like, in the cutscene is like, yeah, I felt real bad about Shion, so I digitized her and, like, kept her here with me. And it's like, okay, okay, okay fucking okay. 
like oh what? God. This plot is so weird. Oh and so God. that's where we're at, basically, going up into Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh my because... God, is it over? No, we Almost. still have 2.8. So, well, so what you find out from the I end of Dream Drop is because... <laughs> <laughs> so the end of the end of Dream Drop is essentially that because Sora fell so far into darkness, Yen Sid doesn't think he deserves to be a Keyblade Master, which is bullshit because he's like, "Hey, I'm sorry that I didn't realize what was going on, but fuck you, Sora." So Sora's not a master at the end of Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance, but Riku is because Riku went hella deep inside Sora mm. to save him. Yeah, I did. Um. Oh God. <laughs> Also, Ven is still in there because Ven, like the last boss that Riku has to fight, is Ventus's Keyblade armor. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so you fight Ventus's Keyblade armor, which I think the fan theory that makes the most sense is that the Keyblade armor was protecting Sora, and because of that, it got turned to darkness. And so then, like any intruders, it's like, hey, fuck you. Mm, so it's like an immune system. Yeah, kind of. Okay. Um, cause it's like when you see it, it's all covered in like dark tendrils and shit. Ew. Um, but so Riku fights it and, and wins. And then, yeah, so he saves Sora. Sora's fine. And then the end of Dream Drop is essentially Lee gets a keyblade. Oh, and yeah. R- Riku is tasked with a thing with an errand, which is to bring Kyrie to Gensid's tower so she can learn how to use the keyblade that you see her get at the very end of 2 because the other thing i forgot about fucking birth by sleep is that aqua meets kairi and she accidentally gives her a keyblade mm-hmm. oh my um, fucking god what yeah the fuck? so then and then at the very end of 2 you see kairi get a keyblade and you're like oh fuck uh, so the end of Dream of Distance is basically Yen Sid being like, yo, Rally the we're going to train you to be a Keyblade yeah. Master. And so then you go into 0.2, a fragmentary passage, which none of it matters, but it's very sad because Aqua is just in the realm of darkness and it's bad for her and she feels bad all the time. And she's like, hey, are you even worthy of doing this shit? And she has to fight her literal self a bunch of times. And she's about to give it to the darkness, and then Mickey's like, hey, don't do that. I'm here. And then he explains to her the plot of Kingdom Hearts 1. No. <laughs> and then... No, that's that- a fucking joke. That's a fucking joke. The director definitely put that in there. Fuck with us. I don't care. <laughs> so then, he explains to her the plot of Kingdom Hearts 1, so Mickey is trying to lead her out of the darkness, and then you see the part where Riku is trying to close... The fucking door to darkness from the first plot, but all these heartless are gonna fuck him up. So Aqua basically sacrifices herself to save him, and Mickey makes it back out, but she is still stuck in the darkness, which makes all of point two feel kind of worthless. Because, like, what the fuck? Why? Why? Well, I, Why is yeah. So I think. Aqua is going to play so, a big role in Kingdom Hearts 3. I mean, she fucking better. I, I'm like based, I know you're not watching trailers, but based on trailers she does. So. So, yeah, so then as of the end of point 2, Aqua is still in the realm of darkness. Mm-hmm. I don't know how she gets out. And 
fucking yeah and then the ending of it is you find out that like mickey is basically telling this story to riku after the end of dream drop and riku is like what the fuck why didn't you tell me that happened we could have gone through the realm of darkness and saved her and mickey's like yeah but you had to focus on other shit and Mickey is the worst. Is just the moral yep. of the story. So it's that's one of the themes. So what? Well, yeah, I think what we've all learned today, aside from Caitlin is a great narrator and storyteller, <laughs> is that everyone in Kingdom Hearts is fucking terrible at their job. Pretty much, mm-hmm. like every single one of them. <laughs> everyone is so yeah. negligent. Riku oh is my so God. mad and so upset, and then so. Also, you know what else is fucked up? Is in point two, Kyrie's there and she's like, hey, I'm ready to learn my Keyblade. What do you want me to do? And fucking Yen Sid is like, hey, I left your training of you and Lee to fucking Merlin, the idiot. Like, and that's just how it be. And it's like, what? Oh, no. What? What? So, real quick. So... Also, you know what? I know what the first world of Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to be. Yeah. Because they say it at the end of point two. Yeah, they've, they've made it very clear. Like, they've, they've, they haven't really that secret. They're like, yeah, it's... See, I haven't watched any trailers. No, I All know. All I know is from from point two, it's going to be fucking Olympus Coliseum. Yeah, it's, it's Mount Olympus. It's, like, you start out directly in Olympus, from what I understand. So. Okay. Which the is the freaking... worst world. Yeah. I had a lot of fun with like the tasks in that game. I think they were at the time. I don't mind. I don't like mindless stuff now. But when I was younger, I could do that shit for hours. Oh, mm-hmm. So much fun. So. Oh, this was so much plot. Thank you, Caitlin. Oh, they taught me so much today. So we've got the thirteen <laughs> pieces of darkness, but we also have we also have most of the light as well well so the thing that's confusing so the 13 pieces of darkness as they exist now are the old xehanort the young xehanort ansem seeker of darkness xemnas brag Syx, or isa depending on how he if he's a person or not and i think that's is that only six? No, that is only six. Remember. Tara, That's Tara seven. is still technically in the darkness. Seven is Aqua's in the darkness. Is that she? Aqua's in the darkness, but she's counted towards the light. Gotcha. So I don't remember who the other ones are. <laughs> I don't know if she is counted towards the light. I, according to the according to Dream Drop Distance, they count her towards the light, uh, which okay. is fucked up because they also count Tara. And like Xanort literally calls them out and is like, "No, I have Tara." Like. You're wrong. <laughs> yeah. But so the seven the seven guardians of light are Mickey, Sora, yeah. Donald. Oh, we're counting Donald and Goofy. Or no, it's it's Riku, Sora, Mickey, Lee, Kyrie, Tara, Aqua, and Ven. That'd be eight. Which is technically eight. eight. But because I think they don't count Tara because he's technically a vessel. Okay. It's very strange. I don't know. <laughs> fuck this game what the fuck <laughs> especially too because it's hard to count because aqua is still in the realm of darkness and terra is still norded and ventus is asleep so oh my god this game is so much plot i was so happy coming in this i feel so defeated why <laughs> 
my god. Anyway, I, I God, that was just so much, but it's I really it. interesting. I'm I mean, I'm really happy that Aqua's getting more story because she's just really cool. She's Aqua the only... is good and also so sad. She's the only one that does anything. <laughs> Technically speaking, there are characters in Unchained who are women who do things. She's the only But also that game is garbage. She's, she's the so... only female character in the games that matter that <laughs> does things. Because <laughs> actually, like, the most important character in all of the series technically is a woman who is an Unchained. Because she saves everybody, but, like, Unchained fucking sucks, dude. Yeah. It's a lot. I don't like it. I don't like so, it. So, here's the thing. We made it through that whole recap without you telling me how the fuck Goofy dies. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit, dude. Okay, let's rewind to Kingdom Hearts 2. Oh my god. I'm actually crying right now. So in Kingdom Hearts 2, does Donald shoot him with the gun or what? So in Kingdom Hearts 2, you're in Hall of Bastion and you fight. Because I don't know why in Kingdom Hearts 2 every organization member you have to fight twice. But so you fight Demix, who's the worst member of the organization. Like, all he wants to do is play music and fuck around. I will fucking That's Waterman, right? I will fucking That's fight him right here and right now. Yes, it's Waterman. He's the best. I mean, Demix is my favorite, but he is the laziest piece of shit. <laughs> Oh, yeah! That's what makes him great! <laughs> But, like, so he basically, like, there's at one point where he's, like, literally the only reason I'm doing things is because everyone else is dead. <laughs> and so, like, you fight him for the first time in Olympus Coliseum, but then you fight him again in Hall of Bastion once you get through a lot of the bullshit in Hall of Bastion the second time you go there. Mm-hmm. And I don't even remember how it happens, but, like, a rock falls on Goofy and Sora and Donald are, like, convinced that he's dead. What a way to go! <laughs> Because it's like a huge, yeah, it's, like a boulder a falls from the sky rock. on top of him. Oh, it's a big fucking god. rock. Oh god. <laughs> they can make up all this lore, but they can't make up a convincing way to kill Goofy. You wanted him to get shot by Donald. That would have been better than a rock. <laughs> He gets crushed by a rock, but then he fucking lives. Rocks are just nature's bullets, man. Oh my god! (laughs) I'm so drunk, I don't know if I can go to emo night. I I should not be in public. (laughs) I'm gonna fucking lay down after I'm gonna, yeah, I'm uh, I'm gonna force Moises to play some Kingdom Hearts share play it with Watch it. Fucking Christ. So that's it that's all the resolution i needed it's very good and i love it and i'm gonna cry so much when the third one comes out both out of rage and sadness dude i'm i just i can't wait for it to end i'm just excited to see it end do you know what i mean it's not gonna end though they said this is the end of uh the xehanort saga and no, no, the whole series it's the end of the saga, but the series is how do you continue. wrap up a 12 game saga in one game. The whole series. No, the whole series has to go. No, I think that's, like, what they're doing with Unchained is they're, like, trying to make it relevant. Like, because literally, like, there are story updates including the release date of Kingdom Hearts 3 and beyond. 
No. No, yeah. I need these fanboys to die. No, this <laughs> name, this game, I need to this die. Game, <laughs> these games need to stop. Oh, oh yeah, no, God. I want it to end so badly, but like it's gonna continue, and then I think I'm just gonna quit. Yeah, like every other franchise I've loved. Three is it for me? I'm done after that. Like I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I'm not even halfway through one, and I want to give up. Okay, so... I mean, one sucks Auntie, really hard. you know how you said your mom bought it for you when you were 10? Yeah, yeah. It was... I was 10 when it came out. Oh my god. <laughs> like, I'm almost 27. Listen, listen. I didn't get a PS2 probably, like, maybe two, three years before the PS3 came I out? I got my PS2 the year the PS3 came out. Bruh. What? The fuck? <laughs> but yeah, no, it came. Oh, I, so, Kingdom Hearts 2 was my first one. My mom found it, like, I think. So, she worked at a hotel. She was a chef there. And everyone was pretty young. So, she made really good friends with, like, the cleaning people there because they were more her age and, like, they were able to speak Spanish with her. One of them found, like, a video game in the hotel. I guess the kid or adult, whoever the fuck was playing it in the hotel, like, had their PS2 with them. It was they a 35 year old man. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was a PS2 game, and, like, they didn't come back for it. So they knew that me and my brother were gamers. They were just like, oh, Miriam, do you want, like, this game that we just found? They're like, yeah, sure, my kids will love it. And we loved anything that was free. So we played that, and then my, we told my mom, like, this is number two. We finished it. If you could find number one, let us know. And then I think, like, a few months later, she found it at a yard sale. So it's sweet. But I, ugh, that game sunk me in so much, and it sucked the life out of me. I don't know if I could do this. Oh, man. Also, why is why Caitlin's gone? Did you see my DM? I did. Okay. I did. Yeah. yeah. You guys sending saucy DMs? No, it's going. I didn't know if I should say it out loud. No, I'll send it to you too, Monty. Okay. Oh, on Twitter or no on here? No, on Discord. Okay. I want to die. Okay. <laughs> that was like I think. When did I start dying? I started dying around recoded. Yeah, recoded. Yeah, like recoded. I was just recoded like recoded oh, no. goes places. <laughs> And then by the end of it, it doesn't go places. It's very weird. All right, Monty, I sent you a message. Gotcha. Oh my god. So, yeah, this series. What the fuck is this thing on your Instagram story with the dog? (laughs) Oh, the continue yes or no? Yes. It's like you know when you die and like you're just you're just like lit up. Oh my fucking! This is me right I... now, except I want to click no. <laughs> I should not be allowed to post oh, anything anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> I just got an Instagram just so I could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this series is a thing, and uh, I hate this thing. This thing I'm is gonna... terrible. I like Moises. Like you don't even have to stream you playing it. I literally just want to share play, watch you play it. <laughs> I don't even know if I can do that anymore. It's just why do that to myself? Oh, you know, man. Honestly, though, it starts so in the best character. And it fucks me over repeatedly. Like I don't know. That sounds like an, that, that sounds like a toxic relationship there that I don't need to be a part of. So you know how I said I went over to my friend's house to play it. 
because uh-huh. I never had a PS2. He actually yeah. just posted on Facebook, and him and I don't really talk. We don't talk anymore, like at all, just because we stopped hanging out. But he just posted on Facebook. End of this month is stacked for me. Resident Evil Bacon Kingdom Hearts, and it's just like, aw, so relevant. We still have Aww. that. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. I don't, I don't ever want to have. I'm muting those words on my timeline. Kingdom Hearts three. Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts three, Nort. All of them. <laughs> you were so excited mm-hmm. about Nords earlier. Yeah, no, I'm done. <laughs> what was that other word? Was uh, it bequeath? bequeath? The bequeath? Yeah, beque- the bequeathal. Be- bequeathal? Bequeathment? Oh Bequeathment? my god. Bequeathing, I think? I hate it. It's it's hard. Also, the keyblade killed <laughs> me. Stop. Blade. I god. You guys sound like fucking cats I, I have looked at no, me. he was like, just like huh? <laughs> I have I have joked so much about like seeing red but like after five times of saying keyblade ah oh. oh, I'm gonna cry I wanna die all right so let's I want I want to go back over the themes beginning of this powerpoint no, please no more i, I want to see if I, I want okay themes we're working with friendship did we touch friendship How too much yeah. cool. so is gay for riku <laughs> okay uh the limits science the limits of science and when we've gone too far did we touch that yeah, yeah no that one dude went too far yep the balance between darkness and light there is too none. much okay oh that's, that's cute. fine that's cute. Uh, yeah. our relationships to power did we touch on that Yep. Hell yeah. Okay, that's and- like Terra just embodied. Yeah, that's just yeah. I mean, well, it's Terra. It's Xehanort meets Terra meets Riku because the whole idea is like Xehanort wants to discover the secrets of the heart mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. darkness and all this stuff. And he literally like there's a a report that talks about the fact that, like Xehanort abandoned his post as a master to be the quote unquote seeker because like he wanted to know. Mm-hmm. Like all the secrets of like the heart and the worlds and stuff, mm-hmm. and then Tara's like, "I want to be strong to protect people," but really, it's like, "No, you just want to be strong to be strong." Yeah. And then the same thing happens with Riku, where instead of like caring about the people that he cares about, he cares about the power, mm-hmm. which is how like he ends up getting passed over for Sora because Sora, like, as much as he's like kind of a goody goody bullshit boy, like he genuinely <laughs> cares about people. Yeah, he's a fake soft boy. Ooh, he's like a he's like even... a real soft boy, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like what soft boys aspire to be. <laughs> and then, where they should learn from. Did we touch on <laughs> fate and destiny? Yeah, yeah. yeah. prophecy. Yeah. Good. So I think so. The Book of Prophecy, and also I I don't think I pushed on it enough, but like multiple times throughout. <laughs> Well, multiple times throughout Dream Drop, like, Xehanort is like, no, this is how it was meant to be. Like, even when his plan doesn't work, he's like, it doesn't matter, because in the end, there's going to be seven lights and 13 darknesses. Yeah. So it doesn't fucking matter. And it's like, well, then what was the point of this game? Nothing. Yeah. I feel you. This has been so much. This has been- My brain- has so full. I'm sorry. I want to smash. No, no. I want to smash this bottle over my head. <laughs> I'm glad we did this. Also, we can't end this podcast until the second bottle. I've got a little bit left in my glass, so keep talking. Boy, oh no! <laughs> I'm almost done. Oh I, my god! I finished my. Anyway, 
<laughs> so now that we've all gone through this, what do we regret? Everything. <laughs> okay, good. Good answer. Okay, good. We're all on the same page. That's the uniform answer to anything. <laughs> all right, guys. I'm going to finish the wine and we can end the podcast. Okay. All right. We did it. We're uh, done. Oh, I, I, don't know, I don't even know how to close this. Uh, if you made it through this fucking horrifically long bonus podcast. Two hours and 40 minutes right now. <laughs> Hopefully, one, you are kind of sort of prepared to go into Kingdom Hearts 3. I believe two, in my Twitter boys. They'll finish hope- it. Two, hopefully you had fun. I did. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> sent the fucking picture of Mickey. Wait, what? You sent the picture of Mickey to the Discord. <laughs> That's how I've uh, looked for like the last hour. <laughs> uh Okay, so oh, goodbye, everyone. You can find voices at Plotinel Ranger. You That's can find me. Andrew at fucking Cogs the Well. Hey. You can find Monty at 3DS Boy. The three is spelled out. I posted my Mickey uh, porn there, so check it out. <laughs> she totally did. It was really bad. And you can find me at CG and 8Rs. You can find the website that this podcast is unfortunately from <laughs> at your geeky gal pal. And uh, you can find our main show that is not this ridiculous and is generally better. <laughs> Nothing is better around. than that. <laughs> on iTunes and your podcatcher of choice, except Spotify, because I still gotta do that. And uh, whatever you do, do not find Kingdom Hearts any digital storefront or actual storefront. Please stay the fuck away. <laughs> yeah, please only consume Kingdom Hearts through fucking podcasts. Through this. Um, I'll also link Got It Memorized, which is a superior Kingdom Hearts podcast. <laughs> Also, Afterglow. I think, we, I think we might have them be. Yeah, we got this uh, one and done, baby. Got it. In I one. think I said Afterglow. It's actually Everglow. They're a good YouTube series. I'll like that as well. Kingdom Wars is a nightmare, and it's coming for all of us. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>